ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Blink and Sell Show with Mark. Celebrating its 10-year anniversary, dominating the podcast world. Now sit back and relax, and let's welcome your host, Blake, Sal, and more! I'm on my own, against the wall. And of course, your special guest host, Mandy! Hello and welcome to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark, episode number 457. I'm your host, Blake. Uh, the biggest Podcast podcasting Sal will be here in a little while. He um, informed me this morning that he's um, out hunting trying to figure out where Uncle Howdy disappeared to. So he'll be back a little later to let us know how that went. Let's bring on our actual co-host. First of all, the man's listen, our wrestling historian, a man who will probably be talking a lot in a few minutes because he's our historian. Mark, Dad, how you doing? You have to talk. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. You have to talk. <laughs> I, I was just challenging my or channeling, channeling my inner orange Cassie. Yes, but that's why he doesn't do interviews. There's a reason for that. <laughs> it's much like with Dr. Loomis does not do commentary. There's a reason. Um, <laughs> let's bring on our other special guest co-host that's heard in the intro for the first time. My beautiful wife just coming off a workout. She's an author. She's also gorgeous. Andy, welcome to the show. Hello. So, uh, how'd you like the new intro? Was you in it? Very nice. Yes. I, I like it. Yes. I like it. Yes. Um, told you I had that. I, I had that in the, in the can. I, was like, I just had to edit it to make it work. And since Sal's running late today, I figured, hey, why not? Let's introduce her to the special guest host today. <laughs> um, we're opening the show. Wrestling themed. And I figured I'd go with um, KO, Kevin Owens, theme music today. Um, how we're feeling. If we ever decided that I need to theme music again, I think I'd be changing from Edge to this from from in the future. Just just, just throw it out there. And right today, by the way, I'm the only one in a wrestling shirt today for, well, maybe just to finish working out and Dad never dresses for the show. So I'm actually in my Bailey shirt, in one of my Bailey shirts today. Looks better on me. It does look better on you, but I, I wanted to represent and this is the one that I can't wear out of the house because of the little stand in the bottom. And you can pull it off because you can tie it and no one sees it. So it works out nicely. <laughs> But let me cut the music here. We um, have a lot to do today, a lot of stuff to get through. But I do want to thank a lot of people who um, reached out to us after the live show on Tuesday, and um, also liked all the Twitter posts. And I got a bunch. Of, we got a bunch of love. Congratulations! And um, I want to thank everybody for that, which was really really cool. Um, so that's really cool. I want to thank a couple of people in particular. I'm Aaron Wallace who's an author who I interviewed back in the day, and he um, reached out to the happy anniversary. Um, Brianna Alessio Saban, who um, was on the first season of the show, and she wished out and said happy anniversary, had a bunch of people like retweeting stuff and liking tweets, and it was a really, really cool to see all the love out there from people after the live show on Tuesday. If you missed it, it's up on the replay. 
is up on Wednesday. So go listen to that. It was a lot of fun. And I listen, I don't listen back to our shows usually, but I listen back to this one and I, I was laughing my ass off in the last like 45 minutes because we were had so much fun with the voicemails and everything else. It was so much fun to do. So go back and listen to that if you have not. All right. Um, let's get started. Um, hey, honey, do you want to read South Park since he's not here? As usually done with your, um, your, with your nuts. <laughs> hey, on the YouTube side, people can see you're actually eating food. Much like I am. I have a bowl of pretzels next to me. Okay. So help support the show and find all the products you can find the show and other products we work on at theoblickasouthshow.com. Honey. You can, bu- you can buy their t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more from their Tee Public store. Click on the Tee Public link on their website or go to Tee Public and search the Blake and Sal Show. You can also find Stanley Cups there. Oh, oh, oh. You can put a sticker hey. on Stanley Cup. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Did uh, Blake and Sal Show with Mark granola bars come in yet? Granola bars? No. Granola bars. No, but you can eat nuts. Um, that'll end actually well. By the way, if you go to the um, Tee Public store, you can also get a, um, a, a um, Nadine and Mandy show. T-shirt and stickers. I, I was hoping my shirt would come in before the show. It had not come in yet. It's coming in today. It hasn't come in yet. <laughs> so let's get a break. We'll come right back. All right. As always, if you have not, go pick up Andy's book, children's book. I know I am available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and at R and Publishing. I think it's available other places. Those are the big, big places everyone asks. Target at Walmart. Is that Walmart? I know we um she sold one when we were getting our car last week. So you uh, sold it. Yeah. This one talked about her book. And then the person that was selling us a car at Rosen um, bought a book. Literally, I was sitting there waiting for paperwork to process. Was that Sam? <laughs> what? Was that Sam? No, um, his name. Or Kathy. No. Oh, my God. I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head. But he was awesome. Gonna... He was awesome. He's absolutely awesome. But, oh, um, my God. Steven. Steven. Steven was awesome. He's new. He's really awesome. Yeah. But uh, and also, just. As I just mentioned right before the break, go listen to the Nadine and Mandy show, Mandy's new podcast. Um, first episode is up. It'll be going bi-weekly starting, oh, well, now. It's first episode is up. It'll be going up every other week. Um, scheduling is just a bitch. So it'll be a bi-weekly show until otherwise stated because, well, scheduling is a bitch. <laughs> and right. I'm being very rigid. If yeah. it doesn't happen on Tuesday, it doesn't happen. Things happen. And then it's a schedule. The schedules happen. You know what I mean? Like, life happens. And I think I, we learned, we talked about that at the end of the last, the last episode. Somehow, schedules work out for us. So, things happen. So, anyway, we didn't do this on the anniversary show because we, I knew we were doing multiple shows this week. So, <laughs> this is going up on our normal time slot. Um, quick note here. Um, show moments from this week because uh, I'll lay it up. The, the date range was the 18th to the 31st, but there was like nothing until like this week in show history. Um, March 30th, 2018, was when Sal was here in Milwaukee. And we did our five-year anniversary special from here, which was really a lot of fun. So that was cool. Um, March 30th, 2017, we had um, Bruce Mitchell on. I think it was like one of two appearances he ever came on before he went and got canceled. And um, <laughs> on uh, March 25th, 2016, I interviewed Kevin Eastman. And then, of course, we joked about this on the last episode, March 31st, 2015, I sat down with the one and only Jay Lethal, which we did talk about last show, which was the hilarious, um, Sal's not here, so Blake is awesome. I I love that. One of my favorites of all time. So, as our history, we will, like I said, we have a lot to get to, so let's do this. 
And now, let's get into the crazy world of professional wrestling! It is WrestleMania week, and officially, when people hear this on Friday, it's officially WrestleMania weekend. Um, if you're looking for a preview of all the other stuff going on at WWE, we did a full show that went up on Monday. But by the time you hear this, it, you're getting ready for the second day of action, because Thursday is a whole bunch of shows. So, you're getting ready for the second day of action. So, we'll get into everything else. Um... So we will start on the Friday night slot with The WWE Hall of Fame, which is right after SmackDown on the w- on on Peacock, I almost said WWE Network. Jeez, I, fl- I flashback there. Wow. Um, how do we feel about this being on after SmackDown, like we did last year? Um, honey, what do you think of this being still being on right after SmackDown? Because I did the, the this weekend is crazy. So, how do you feel about that? I really feel like they don't have anywhere else really that they could put it, unless they do it on a Thursday. That would be my only other preference is if that's kind of how they start the week. Yeah, I, the only thing I was thinking, and someone threw us out as a suggestion to throw it on like Saturday afternoon, but then you're competing okay. with all the shows, you're competing with all the other shows, you know? including NXT. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, and, before NXT was announced but, there. But also, the other issue with doing it on a Thursday versus Fridays, you also have to remember you have a built in crowd then. You yeah. don't have to worry about selling tickets to another show or all of those logistics you just you have everyone there absolutely absolutely you're absolutely 100 right and that's what's interesting about this because like i remember people were saying well they haven't announced anybody yet like but the show's already sold out so it's not like you have to worry about selling tickets (laughs) like and and honestly just the the people who when they find out that they're going to that smackdown that's also the hall of fame that right there is enough to sell the ticket you don't need to have names yet in order to sell the tickets for the Hall of Fame. Just I agree. being at the Hall of Fame doesn't matter what the class is, is a wrestling fan's dream. You're getting something extra that most people don't get. It's a two for one. At the end of the day, the two for one deal. And plus, we're in LA. So, like, the show's still ending early, like, really early in LA. Because, I mean, the, the only day. other slot you could do it was before stand and deliver, but then everything is all rushed. That's like Saturday morning. That's like almost like Saturday morning almost there. You know, at that point. I honestly feel like. This is the best way to to handle it. No, yeah. no. So this is the you really don't have any other choices. You're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Look, this is the second year where we're doing this, and hopefully, there's no um taker talks like last year, where we're sitting there like, okay, we get it, we get it, we <laughs> get on with this. We all want to go to bed. We all want to go to bed. Hey, <laughs> hey. But I don't think, honestly, I don't think anybody on this class this year will actually do that, which I greatly appreciate. Um, I think we'll go from... I think Ray might. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll start from the bottom, from the top. The one that I just announced right before we came on the air today was the Warrior Award. And we, mm-hmm. and the big deal here is they're finally doing the Warrior Award the way the Warrior wanted it to be done. Or he wanted to recognize the people behind the scenes and the people that don't get recognized usually in WWE history. And this year is the first official referee, only referee, because someone made a point about Teddy Long, who 
technically went into the manager, but he was also a referee. So that doesn't count mm-hmm. here. Jimmy Cruderis, by the way, clarified that doesn't count for him because technically he went into the manager, not as a referee. So, but first time officially, first referee officially to get in is Tim White. The late Tim White, um, legendary referee. Um, I believe his last official match was in 2004. I my history right. Um, overall, I like this pick a lot. Um, I think, I think WrestleMania 20 was his last match. And then he had that really strange thing with Justin Roberts. That was weird. But other than that, mm-hmm. um, I really like this. He had, he, I know he was a handler for Under the Giant back in the day. Yes. And stuff I, like I'm that. Very... Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Take it, take it, take it, take it. Do your thing. Um, for those people that didn't get to watch the Andre special, uh, Tim White, I, I, I don't want to say handler. I want to say very close confidant and friend because um, Andre would just tell him everything and anything that was troubling him, uh, like about a match that would be coming up or that he's having. And basically, this was the one that basically said, okay, keep Andre out of you know, out of control and out of trouble because if he doesn't, then it doesn't look good for everybody. Um, the funny story that uh, Tim told was when uh, they go out to a bar and Andre, his drink was was wine and was red wine. And all of a sudden when his glass run and the bottle runs out, he wants to know to the bartender, no more wine. Why? And the bartender told to Tim, we're out. And Andre kind of got up and upset and says out loud and stamps his fist on the, on the bar counter, more wine. And it's amazing how someone went out and got more wine. But uh, Tim White uh, had a real, uh, I guess, very emotional connection to Andre. And when Andre passed, it was very difficult for him um, with all those memories that kind of flooded in and um, just to show what type of human being he was that he just made sure that uh, Andre basically did what he was supposed to do, went to the match, came back, went to the hotel, caused no trouble and, and very close relationship formed. Um, the only thing I really don't like about what happened with Tim is that strange storyline that, he was involved in. Yeah, I, and the, I don't want to get into it because it gets dark. Yeah, the Justin. So, the, look but, at, if you really want to know what we're talking about? Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. I guarantee all the pieces are still up there. The Tim White um was it, was it right. jo- who was it um right. Josh Matthews? It was Josh Matthews and Tim White. It's all set. Right. It was bizarre. It was weird. You can right. go back and watch that, honey. Any thoughts on Tim White? I think it's a good choice. I've never really heard anyone say anything bad about him. Yeah, actually, I can't wait to hear Jimmy Cordero talk about him because I know how much he. He actually brought up um, Tim White a couple weeks ago. That's one of the first people he thinks should go in. So I'm glad to see this. So uh, move on. Tim White. Tim White. I have to say is uh, all hands on deck guy. And basically, if you ask him to do almost anything and everything, he would do it and would not say no for an answer just to make sure it got done so everything ran smoothly. So that's the type of person he was. I didn't know something. There's five inductees, and two of them are. Getting in after they died. It dawned on me. That's weird. It's very strange this year. Correct. Yeah, it just dawned on me. Anyway, let's move on to our um our female inductee this year. And that would be 
the one and only Stacey Keebler. And a lot of people were like, why is Stacey Keebler going in the Hall of Fame? Well, why would well, Tori Wilson also went in the Hall of Fame, too. So they were the same exact women's class of people. But I actually... I, I think George... Well, I was going to say, let me just, let me, just let me say. Mm. Stacey Keebler was a name at the time. People knew who she was. But then she became a crossover celebrity before the Bellas did. Like, she became the first, like, she became a massive crossover celebrity. She was a dancer with the stars. She was obviously dating George Clooney. She did all this stuff before it became the thing to do. And, like, mm-hmm. I give a lot of credit to her for doing what she did. And I think she deserves to be honored in that way. Honey, what do you think? I definitely agree. Um, I think that there wouldn't be Bellas if there weren't, there wasn't a Stacey Keebler. And Tori Wilson, both of them. Both yeah, of them and, combined, yeah. Um, Tori Wilson's already in the Hall of Fame, correct? Yes, she went in a couple years ago. Yes. I think Tori should induct... Well, didn't Stacey Stace. induct Tori? Yeah, I just... So perfect. I think it's perfect. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's fitting. I would love to see that happen. Um, but, uh, you know, so many people talk about the Bellows and how they paved the way for the women's evolution. And I think that Tori and Stacey have been so forgotten. Um, and yes... It wasn't always a highlight of the women's evolution uh, with their bra and panties matches and and all of the bullshit that they put them through. But if you didn't have that bullshit, you wouldn't have gotten to where we are now. You're absolutely right. And by the way, I just thought and, of something. There's a match at Invasion. And it's a bra and panties match. It was one of my first pay-per-views that I ever watched. And it was Invasion. And it was and now all four members of that match are in the Hall of Fame. Because it was Trish and Lita, um, Tori and Stacey. So all four women are now in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. And, and, that, and, and that's the other thing is, is everybody is, you know, Trish and Lita, Trish and Lita, Trish and Lita. And don't get me wrong. Obviously, they deserve their place too. But I think you also have to give it up for the people like like Stacy and Tori who aren't necessarily as beloved because they were the ones that were making everyone look good. Mm-hmm. And it, to, in today's day and age, you have like a Natalia who is very reminiscent of a Tori or a Stacy who doesn't necessarily get all of the kudos that she deserves, but is a huge mm-hmm. player in the game. Yeah, gets on so. WrestleMania every year somehow. Every year. She's yeah. always on WrestleMania. She's always there. She's always yeah. somewhere yeah, part of something. Stupid little hat this year. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with her every year. Every year is something different but, with her. But yes, <laughs> Stacey is, is very well deserved. For anyone who is saying that, you know, she's just a pretty face, if she's a pretty face that paved the way and had to put up with so much sexist bullshit in the past. And it's a reminder of the more things change, the more they stay the exact same because the women still are fighting for the respect that they deserve, which is exactly what Stacy was doing. Yeah, good. Um, this, you also have to take into account that a lot of this stuff happened during the Attitude Era, and during that time there was hardly any filters, so that's why they came up with these ridiculous matches. That, yeah, the, it didn't really have a a good eye for the women it just kind of subjected them as eye candy and things like that and a lot of people wondering why are they putting him through this well they wanted to be in the company and hopefully that this would springboard them onto other things with Stacey it did and she got into acting and she was a pretty good actress on some of the stuff she did 
and there's other things that she wanted to do. So, you know, this is a springboard for her, for her, or a launching vehicle for her to accomplish other feats that she wanted to do, and she did it. Um, I think if I don't know, maybe I'm stretching out, but maybe Stephanie would induct her in. I think Tori makes sense. Well, double reason number one, they have a Hall of Famer. Number two, Daisy inducted Tori. So that makes sense to me. Plus, I don't think Stephanie, I honestly don't expect Stephanie to be there. I honestly don't expect her to be there. Um, just due to everything going on behind the scenes right now. Didn't she, didn't she start recovering from surgery, Stephanie? She's still recovering from that surgery she had. I'm not sure if she's she had surgery right after she resigned. So she's still recovering. So. All right, let's move on to our celebrity entrant this year. And that would be Andy Kaufman. And um, I got to say, as I, I love how Kyle does not pay attention to pro wrestling stuff, but he walked in during this announcement and he's like, about damn time. <laughs> Which says a lot to me because sometimes you talk about celebrities in wrestling and you say a name and you say, oh, that makes sense. Why are they not in the Hall of Fame? Well, Andy Kaufman is a perfect example because he was part of it way before we were involved. I'll go to dad. I know dad lived the whole thing. So I'll throw it to him in a second. But there's a movie. Men in the Moon. It's based around him. And Jerry Lawler's in there. And, like, it's a big deal. The big storyline in there. So, like, um, dad, I'll throw it to you. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman is a very strange comedian. Uh, his humor is very dry. And you're not sure on whether or not the things he's saying and doing are part of his act or not. And that's what kind of made him kind of strange or, or, or hard to figure out. Uh, but his thing is that he was playing a, a part in character in uh, a TV show, Taxi, that was very popular. Uh, Latka, I believe, or, you know, his character was, you know, and his main line was, thank you very much. Uh, he was the repairman on the, the taxis. Uh, and then he did a stand-up routine, and I'll never forget the one time that he came on Saturday Night Live, and this man was just all over the place. Uh, but the thing that really kind of got people to notice him is when he did his intergender wrestling and he had a championship belt for the intergender, you know, champion. And he would wrestle only women. And he would win. And the ref was there. And he got the belt. And he'd go on to different uh, cities and do the same thing. Well, it got to the point where they were coming into Memphis. And Andy knew a little bit about wrestling and was able to contact Jerry Lawler and say, hey, I got a program. How about we work on this? And, you know, this is going to be, it's, you're going to get a lot of press out of this. You're going to be, you know, a good guy. You're going to be, you know, in the spotlight and I'll be the heel. And it worked out. The plan worked out very well because as one show as Andy was wrestling a woman, yeah, running in is Jerry Lawler to basically pull Andy off this woman and protect this woman. And then Lawler gave him a punch knocked him down and then that's when the words were lawler i'm gonna sue you for everything you got i'll get my attorney i'm an actor you can't do this i'm not a professional wrestler 
things got in motion. And then they did the Letterman show late night, and they both were interviewed. And basically, the question came up is, and David asked this, so I'm sure you guys get a lot of this stuff, is wrestling fake? And Andy kind of made some comment, and as split second, Jerry Lauder got out of his chair and slapped Andy Kaufman and knocked him out of his chair. He goes, so is that fake? Do you feel that? Is that fake? Which sent the match between Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. And it just evolved from there. And behind the scenes, they were very good friends. He talked to one another. Um, Jerry kind of noticed that Andy's comedy was not what he liked, but he wished him well down the road. And things he did, but he, he was kind of a strange egg to figure out. Once you did, and he let you inside his world, it, it, it was a world that only Andy could create. Well, there you go. And I, I, I think he, he deserves this for basically putting in the works as far as the workings of the program between him and Lawler. Well, there you go. That's. I figured I'd just throw it to Dad and let him go because he'll know the history of this better than me. Um, honey, any thoughts or are we just going to move on? Uh, we can move on. Cool. Let's move on to one of those rare outside of WWE inductions. It doesn't happen often, but when it happens, it's usually a massive name. Um, Keiji Muda, also known as the Great Muda, going into the Hall of Fame, being inducted by Ric Flair, announced by Ric Flair on the bump a couple of weeks ago. Um... This is a big deal. This is a very big deal. Um, for those who are thinking, well, he's a big Japanese star. who's also in WCW, obviously, for a long time. And he had a huge history. And I actually got, we are, if you watched um, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom, you get to see one of his final matches. I know, I, I, I would love to know what the deal here was, because, like, obviously they sent Shinsuke out to Japan for one of his goodbye matches. This guy's had more goodbye matches this year, I think, than Terry Funk. And, um... I had like seven farewell shows, I think, in the last like three months. Um, <laughs> and um, I think that was probably part of the deal. We'll send out Shinsuke and you go into our Hall of Fame. I think that's fair. 100% totally fair. Um, honey, any thoughts? Can Ric Flair, can they just like shorten his time, like get the crook ready to like pull his ass off the stage? Because anytime he gets on that stage, I get terrified that we're just going to die there. Wow. <laughs> What's funny is I, I joke around what? all the time that I still have never seen all of Ric Flair's inductive speech when he went in by himself. Because it was this long and an old man crying. And I know I fell asleep when I was first watching it. And I never went back to finish it. Um, It luckily was like when he went in with the horseman, that speech was a lot shorter. <laughs> a lot shorter that time. Yep. Um, that great mood to go. Can I say this guy speaks for himself. Accolades... Uh... New Japan, um, I have UWF, uh, world class, mid south. He's been all over. Uh, when I first noticed him is when he was in mid south and world class, and Gary Hart was his manager, and he had stable, and he came out with Great Muda, and he did this little little spin spinning around, and would spray gray mist and green mist. And the green mist went into the wrestler's face and blinded him. Ref didn't see it, and he would pin uh, 
pin his opponent and have a tremendous record. Uh, he and Sting had a tremendous match in WCW. It was back and forth. They, they had a program. They became good friends. And to this day, uh, Great Muda made a, uh, reached out to Sting and said, hey, I'm my retirement. I'd rather wrestle you in my final match because of what we did in the program we had. And I think it would be really good. And Sting was very honored with the request and he did the request. And I just think, I don't see why Sting isn't inducting him instead of Ric Flair. Because Sting's an AEW. That's why. Sting's an AEW wrestler. Flair is not. That's the reason. But no, no. That's, Tony you're asking, has, has, you're asking for a reason. Has, you're asking for a reason. You know, I'm giving you a reason. That's the reason why. This is a good, no, you got to think about it. This is not a special if it's a special ceremony by itself. Right. You had a better chance because this is also a SmackDown taping and whatnot. They're not going to send Sting. No way Tony Khan's going to send Sting to this ceremony. There's no way it's going to happen. Mm. Let's just be honest here. Like, let's just be completely honest. <laughs> in, unless he sends a video, I don't. That's possible, but I don't expect to see him in the building. Like, no way. I mean, they wouldn't let Bill. Their WWE. Couldn't make a deal with fucking um, Tony Khan over Billy Gunn showing up. There's no mm. way they're getting Sting. Like, eh? Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping Nick Trev keeps it simple and short. And I'm hoping all can... of become simple and short. I'm not lie. I'm hoping a lot of these are simple and short. So, so we, we can get through everything in, in a reasonable amount of time. Uh-huh. So last but not least, the main, the main event of the Hall of Fame this year, the one, the only... The Lucha legend, Rey Mysterio, being inducted, rumored, this is not official, but it's coming from all sources, that it's gonna, he's going to be inducted by Conan. I think this is pretty cool. This is actually, I, this is a, this is actually one of the biggest surprises for me, because I honestly did not expect them to induct Rey. <laughs> like, I thought, like, Batista or something like that for Hollywood. I did not expect Rey at all for this whole thing. He deserves it, but he's also made it very clear he's not retiring. So I'm not quite sure... Why are we doing this? Except to um have something for the storyline with Dominic, but we'll get to that when we get to WrestleMania. Um, honey, thoughts on Ray Mysterio going into the Hall of Fame and apparently not retiring, according to an interview I just read before we came on the air. The not retiring part is concerning because, I mean, he is getting older. He does have many injuries that he's nursing. Um, hopefully, by that. By the not retiring, hopefully he'll be taking it down a notch after Mania. Um, my my thoughts are that, and we can talk about this later, but that with his match with Dominic, that he's going to get destroyed at the end by Judgment Day. And hopefully that will kind of start him into like kind of an edge schedule. Right. Um, so that's what I'm essentially hoping, but as far as deserved, it's well, well, well deserved. Ray was huge when I was growing up and he was one of Christian's idols growing up. So it's, it's just really cool to see someone who has transcended so many generations and has affected so many fans finally getting what he deserves. It's it's funny because um I always talk about All In, which is one of my favorite reviews of all time, and he's in the main event. 
of All In and then jumped back in. It was like he he pulled off being like in the Royal Rumble and in, in one of the independent shows of all time. It was in New Japan, all like in the same year in 2018, which is one of the more incredible things that anyone's ever done. By the way, he's 48 years old. Would you believe that? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. By the way, when I heard he did have um, both of his knees done, and that's why he actually was able to pick up speed older, because he had both of his knees done, I think, around the same time. So that's what's going on here. He's, he's literally going with mechanical parts at this point. Um, Dad, Rey Mysterio. And being talked about Conan, which is a very big deal. I don't remember the last time Conan was on WWE television. Like, I can't remember. That's a big deal. That's being underestimated here. That's being underestimated how big of a deal that is. You know? Like... Well, here's, here's the thing. Let's, let's go back to what we made machine. I don't know if you remember a gimmick called Max Moon. Max Moon was a wrestler basically came out in this costume and fired plasma bolts for, from his hands that he had a, a device on. Well... The wrestler in the Max Moon suit was Conan. Uh, so, I mean, let, just to show that there. But Ray Mysterio, his uncle got Ray into the business and trained Ray at a young age. Uh, and I believe Ray started with AAA when he was 16, 17. He, he uh, did a lot of stuff on... Setting up ring, tearing down rings, things like that. His uncle showed him more, you know, because he noticed that Ray wanted to get in to the business about being a professional wrestler. Did this training, worked with him, worked with other stars like the Guerreros, um, and became very popular in AAA. Noticed by a lot of people, and when came to the states, uh, part of the big WCW stable and. When he did the cruiserweights, the match that I always remember is between him and Dean Malenko. It's a classic, you know. And he, this guy has basically gone to a lot of organizations and always come out come out on top. And is not is not one of these people that is afraid to help younger talent to to get over or to help them coach and 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 to take that next step. So. He he's a very well seasoned person and a person that has a lot of information and and inside things that you know you could tap into and and work with. So kudos to him is well 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 deserved. And if you want to find out more about Ray, there's a video "Man Behind the Mask." I I suggest you see it and you'll be very interested in how he got his start and and it talks about him and and how he met his, his wife and the family and everything else and how he was very close to Eddie and he still misses him to this day and always thinks about him. So, uh, like I said, we'll get more into Ray and Dominic when we get to mania, by the way, behind the scenes, um, if anyone's watching on the YouTube and wondering where the hell I disappeared to for a second, my, the, the adapter that I plug into my soundboard for my, my other microphone died. Not the microphone, the adapter. So I had to switch mics. <laughs> I had to switch mics. So I sound a little different now. That's why I had to switch mics. You charge the adapter? I it was charged yesterday, so I'm not sure why it died on me. But whatever, I have it in the mic, right. so we're good. So let's move on to our next show here. Black girl in the middle of the line. 
Saturday morning, we will have NXT stand and deliver. Thank you. Um, thank you, Dad, for that. For catching that. Um, our, our theme music is um, Turnstile Blockout. And um, I do like the fact that we just randomly I mean, I never heard of and I actually don't mind the song at all. So there you go. As um, Dad was just joking around, our hosts for the event are pretty deadly. And can I say, I thoroughly enjoyed them like hosting the Go Home Show. On Tuesday night, <laughs> like I thoroughly enjoyed that. Like they, they should do that more often because that was actually really entertaining to watch them explain the matches for people that are just watching the Go Home Show to catch up on things, and then they're explaining all the storylines. Like they're being serious about it too. Like I, I really I mean, enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, when we're doing this, we're doing this being over the top, and it it it, it works. It really did work really well. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I hope they go over the top for this too. Yeah, I really yeah. hope they go over the top as hosts too. It's it's yep. so annoying that it's becoming enjoyable now. Like it's becoming so enjoyable. So all right, let's get into this. And um, and I'm, it's one of those things where South City is going to run late today. I'm like, oh, cool, we'll start with NXT because I know he doesn't even watch it, and the three of us do. So it makes sense for us to preview NXT. So let's start here. We have um, we'll start from the bottom to the top. We have my favorite faction, Chase U. Um, Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, Thea Hale, and I guess Tyler Bate is part of the group now, according to his entrance on Tuesday, which I, I, it shouldn't work, but it does. I can't explain why it works, but it does work. Um, versus the Schism, Joe Gacy, um, Rip Baller, Jacket Reed, and the debuting Ava, apparently lost her last name, no longer Ava Rain, she's just Ava. Um, for those who don't know, she, Ava is the Rock's daughter. So that's a big deal. No. No, I, I'm I, I'm serious. I just wanted to mention that because it's a big deal. It's a very yeah. very big deal that the Rock's Order is debuting at the show. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. But the stipulation is one of the weirdest, stupidest things I've seen. But it's 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 perfect for this. The winner takes over Chase U, the actual university that is on the show. Just go with it. Just go with it. If you don't want NXT, just go with it. Um, <laughs> um honey, what do you think is going to happen here? I mean. Schism's gotta win, right? I, I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> like I want Chase U to win, but I don't see it happening. I and I think the obvious thing here is that Duke is gonna turn. I, I think so. I think that's the obvious I mean, thing. That's I, the think problem. That's, that's, I think it's too obvious. I think it's almost too obvious. <laughs> it's almost too obvious, but at the same time, NXT isn't always notorious for throwing that many curveballs lately true true very very it's, true it's been pretty predictable which is not a bad thing which is not a bad thing sometimes it can predict the wrestling is a good thing you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but and honestly i don't understand what else they could possibly do if not that unless duke starts being like actually serious because you saw him on tuesday where he's just out there not slowly but he still helps tyler bait and everything like it was actually really funny so, like, you even missed it, where he held the ropes down for Bate to hit his move, and then Tyler Bate high-fived him, and all that kind of stuff. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but it's working. But you're right, she's got to win. And I almost think Ava might pin Thea Hale to win this thing. Oh. I don't want her to lose. I don't want Thea Hale. She's just like a little puppy dog. I don't want her to lose, but, like... For a little rebound. Hey, exactly. Rebound. For those who want pound puppies back. <laughs> the, the new version of pound puppies. Rebound is the perfect, perfect comparison to Thea Hale. You can't get better than that. You really can't. <laughs> When you, when you deal with her, you have to give her decaf, and then you have to hit her with a newspaper or spray her with a spray bottle. Like, I, so many times, I just want to be like, down, down. You do that every week for watching the show, too. Like, you really do that like, every week. 
I look at Thea and then I look at Sparkle and I realize Sparkle isn't as batshit as we think she is. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical. That's really, really funny. I was actually trying to try to find something. Dad, why don't you um do your pick? I'm trying to find something. It's here. a happy, happy, happy that you're home. I'm trying to find it. Go ahead, Dad. You get your pick while I'm looking this up. Um, <laughs> I think Schism's gonna win, and like Mandy said, I think Duke's gonna turn, only because I think it's a control issue, and I see him helping Joe Gacy pin Tyler. Me. And then it sets up a program between Tyler and Duke. Fair enough. But also, okay, so the other thing we need to think of is that Duke was like Chase U for a while. He was like rah, rah, Chase U, and then things changed. So could the schism have gotten to him? Maybe. Remember, I think Ava handed him a mask or something like that. Yeah, and could, a week he, ago? could he have been a double agent for a while now? Maybe. Maybe. That's not a bad call. I remember, I remember Tyler Bate did kind of join them out of nowhere. As um as Thea's like um meditation guru or whatever it was like whatever that was about he's not part of the group but it's good yeah. for them they needed they needed him as the talent for the talent and the extra person to make this match work and by the way honey because you mentioned it I had to find it I'm so happy 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 that you're home and I'll never ever ever be alone now it's time to have some fun with my perfect person there's nothing else I'd rather do than be at home with you. I go down for another like forty five seconds, but I figured I'm <laughs> getting that for the pal puppies rebound. Thea Hale, we we finally get to make that reference. There you go. <laughs> We've been making that joke for weeks. We finally get to make that reference on here. You know, I, I think things started to change for Duke after Thea was quote unquote kidnapped and then you know let go and found and 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 Duke was going to be the. I'm gonna basically stop in and save you, but or was it or was it that or when when Chase when um Andre Chase started celebrating the fact that they were losing matches? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, let's move on to the unsanctioned match. It is the returning Johnny Gargano in the place of Shawn Michaels in this match versus Grayson Waller, probably one of the. Definitely the top heel in NXT. I'm looking forward to this. I want to see how this goes. Somebody threw out a theory on uh, Messing Inc. that maybe this could lead to maybe Johnny Gargano turning to one Tommaso Ciampa to help him in this match. And that'd be Ciampa's return from injury. And then maybe even have DIY come back to the main roster together mm-hmm. to help job jo- help Johnny out on the main roster, which would be great for him. So that's something that. I got thrown out there as a theory, but I don't expect Johnny to win this match either, though. So, like, I expect him to win this. Um, honey, you're the biggest Johnny fan that I know. Your thoughts on this match? Okay, so I have two thoughts on this. Um, the first is that Johnny pulls the ultimate Shawn Michaels and allows Grayson to get the win here and to get over him. Number two is... Waller is ready for the main roster. Like, are we Absolutely. all into that? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't understand what he's still doing at NXT at this point. So I think that this is a way to get him to move up to the main roster. And so what I could see is Ciampa coming and helping Johnny. And Johnny winning. And then Waller following Johnny to the main roster Monday after Mania. That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd actually be awesome. Um, somebody said that he could be the next Miz. 
on the main yeah. roster, which is a great career move. That's like a fantastic career. You can be the next Miz in this day and age. That's a great career move. And I mean, <laughs> down to even like the talk show. Yeah, he, he's got it. He's got, and he has, mm-hmm. apparently he's more famous outside of the wrestling business than we realize because of his history with Survivor. So like he has a history. People know who he is. People actually know who he is. No, like, it's a big deal. Isn't he from, like, wasn't he in um, Young Rock? Yeah, he was also in Young Rock. Like, he's, he's every, like, he, people do he know who he Blair? is. Yes, you're right. You're calling it right now. I'm going to double check, but I think you're absolutely right about that. Um, Dad, your thoughts. Waller played Flair? I'm going to double check that, but I think Mandy's 100% right on this. I'm looking it up right now. Woo! But, um, yeah, your thoughts on this match, Deb, I'll look this up. Uh, I think Johnny's going to win, and it's going to be with some extra help. Uh, from Tommaso, and I'm going to throw this out there. I think Candice also gets involved because of the, the angle with him with... at the house. By the way, yes, it was Grayson Waller. It is right here on the um, Wikipedia page. Grayson Waller as Ric Flair. You're 100% right. 1987 yeah. Ric Flair was played by Grayson Waller. Also, can we just discuss the fact that why don't we just get Quill involved then at that point? <laughs> the dude gets too young for this. He's too young. Ay, ay. I mean, no, I mean I the, the wrestling see the Mysterios and they're like, hmm, we can beat that. I love that. The wrestling. Zephyr Gargano's the wrestling's. <laughs> That's fantastic. Mr. Mrs. and Baby. Oh my God. Just, the way you said it was very funny. <laughs> the wrestling music of the show. Yeah, I, I can see Candace coming out. And hitting him over the head and burying him someplace. No, that that is why they have a sandbox. Bump bump. Well, this is going to be um at the actual venue, so I don't think they're going to be home in a sandbox. But I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. All right, let's move on to the <laughs> women's tag team championship match. And you know, there's a joke. There's a joke going around that NXT is like high school, <laughs> and that this match might just be the definition of that. Um. It is Fallon Henley and Keanu James having a weird feud still. I don't know why, but they're still having a feud. And um, with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen in their corner, or as the people at Wrestling Inc. call them, Brooks and Dunn, um, we um, have this weird... It's, it's Brooks Jensen and Keanu James, right, honey? Yes. Yes, it's Brooks Jensen. And um, they have their weird romance thing going on. I still think Fallon Henley and Josh Briggs should get together about the whole different story. Um... And they finally had their kids. By the way, how creepy were Booker and fucking um, Vic Joseph when Keanu James kissed Brooke Jensen? How creepy were the two of them cheering that on? Like it, was, <laughs> like it was like a pinfall victory for a celebration? Like, how bad was that? Like, it was so uncomfortable to listen to. Shucky Dougie quack quack. Oh, my God. It was so uncomfortable. But anyway, they're facing off <laughs> against, against Alpha Fire and Isla Dawn, whose video package on... Tuesday might be one of the kinkiest thing I've ever seen at NXT. <laughs> Not to judge anybody. I felt any- like I needed a shower after that. Not to judge anybody's kinks, but holy shit, that was crazy to watch. Um, I thought is, is, is that like a scene out of the Heather's or something? I don't know what that was. That was weird. But um, this is a tag team championship match. I'll be shocked. If the bells don't go to Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I'm not going to lie. I'll be absolutely shocked if they don't win the belts here. Just based on all the weird infighting going on with the other four. Um, honey, what do you think? I agree. Um, I, I I don't think that it's going to be an intentional win. I think it's going to be an accidental. 
wing. Um, and then that's going to just kind of, the four of them are going to implode. Um, and then I would like to see Briggs and Jensen break up. Okay. Okay. That's a good idea. That's a cool idea. Um, I want to see, well, first of all, I, I ship Henley and Briggs together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Your chemistry. I don't know what it is. Your chemistry is amazing. really good chemistry. I think she's hot. I think he's hot. So like, let's just put them together. Thank you, by the way, because I've been, I've been on the Apparently Henley train for a while too. So there you go. (laughs) Um, and then I'd like to see, I'd like to see what Brooks can do without depending on Briggs and without this stupid little like lovesick thing he's got going on. Or you happen to have like Brooke turn heel with Kiana and have them try yeah. to look completely different. <laughs> like maybe uh, and I don't see this happening because they have Brooks as an absolute idiot, but maybe this was a way to set up Fallon and Josh. Ooh, for not trusting her. There you go. There you go. Um You mean kind of like a, a rebound thing? No, like maybe everything was planted. Oh, the whole Sebastian thing was planted. Okay, I see what yeah, you're like doing. Sebastian yeah, yeah, yeah. was planted. He's not a real like, person. He's not a real person. He's not a real person. And this was Kiana's way of saying, like, I knew you couldn't trust me. I knew, you know. Right, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I know we can't be partners. So I set this all up with Brooks and, you know, screw y'all. So she's the, she'd be the brains. She'd be the brains. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. You know, I like that actually. I like that a lot actually, because that would actually be perfect. But at the end of the day, I think like the Briggs and Jensen thing. I don't think there's much more you can do with that. And they tried. They've been trying for two years now. Like they've been trying. <laughs> and I also think that Fallon, if you can get her away from this stupid little weird square thing is going on. I don't know what to, I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what to call this. Like <laughs> if you can get her away from all of that, um then I think she could become a star. Fair enough. Yeah, I I've I've actually liked Fallon for a while, so I can totally see that as a thing. Dad, your thoughts on this whole thing? I don't see coming out on top on this. I really, and I, if, if Brooks is not smart enough and how Fallon really kind of protects him or try to protect him and he doesn't get it, I think what's going to happen after the implosion is their feelings will be more evident and stronger. All right. Well, I gotta give them credit, by the way, for doing a match on um, Tuesday, saying we're gonna have Brooks and Brooks and Dunn. I would say Brooks and Dunn, because I said and on um, WrestleMania, have them in a match, saying we might put them in the NXT Tag Team Championship match, and then they lost. That surprised me. They never do that, so it surprised me. But that leads us to our NXT Tag Team Championship match. It is Gallus versus Cree Brothers versus Tony D'Angelo and Channing Sands Lorenzo. Who, by the way, are my winners in this match? Because I really, really wanted to them win for no reason whatsoever. Did I really, really am enjoying their Garrick? Um, we have someone in the waiting room to come in the show finally. But, honey, why don't you throw it to you and you do your your picks on this match? I don't care. Fair enough. <laughs> like I just I don't care. I like Gallus. 
I'm having a very difficult time with how they're integrating NXT UK and regular NXT. I almost feel like it's an invasion angle, but it's just done very poorly. Um, so, like, there's no real reason for me to give a shit about any of these guys, to be completely honest. And I feel like the tag team... The tag team... What do you call it? Division. Division. Thank you. That word that I couldn't think of. Fair the enough. tag team division in NXT is just very stale right now. Division? Yeah, we got it. We delayed reaction. <laughs> um, it's, it's just... It's very stale, and there's no real reason to care. Like, it's just like, oh, it's the Creed's again. Getting another opportunity again. And, like, you don't need... Like, D'Angelo is a star on his own. You don't need Stax to be with him. So can he just kill him off with the other one and then just become the star that he is? We already teased that, though. We already, we already teased Stax on the game thrown into the river. Like, um, what, was the other, what was his name? I don't remember his name anymore. I don't remember exactly his partner's name. But they threw him into the river and killed <laughs> off. <laughs> Again, like, it's just, it's very stale. I think Two times. I'm... What was that, Sal? Two dimes. Two dimes. Thank you. It was two dimes. By the way, welcome, Sal, to the show. Welcome to the show, Sal. Welcome. Mm. Hola. Um, but yeah, it's very stale. At the end of the day, I don't care. But can whoever win, can we integrate some kind of life into the tag team championship? It's funny. The minute that like New Day and Pretty Deadly were out of the tag division, th- th- it turned into this. Like it's weird how that worked. You know, like at least New Day and Pretty Deadly, we were having a lot of fun. This like, was, there's, just, there's no reason for me to give a shit about any of these guys. Like, this match was literally set because they all got drunk together. That's literally how this match happened. Like, that's the only reason this match is happening. And and the other <laughs> thing that I love, again, like, you know, we were going to add these guys, but we decided not to add them. So, we'll just keep it at a triple threat, but it could have been a fatal four-way. And who knows, you know, we could pull two fans out of the audience and put them in, too. Like, I just feel like that would have been more interesting. Like, they do have the chase... what he's up to? What is he up to? They do have the chase you, um, in the student section. You get to people out of and put in the ring, too. You can do that. So. <laughs> yeah, like, where's Nicholas? What's he up to? Uh, that's funny. Don't even. We just watched that, actually. We just watched that recently. We just watched that recently. <laughs> Of age now. It was um, what was that? WrestleMania thirty four. It's been well, five years. It's been five years. <laughs> you know, loser. Here's the other thing. Why don't we throw a schism into the world? Because you're busy in the um chase. You're busy trying to take over Chase. You. They're busy. <laughs> okay. Well. But at the end of the okay, day, we're done with that. So throw them into the tag team division. I just I I stand by the fact that this whole NXT UK invasion, whatever you fucking want to call it, like. Minus, you know, yeah, they've given us some, uh, oh my god, what can I think of the word? Where you're showing the little snippet about the person. Vignettes. Thank you, yeah. I, wow, English is hard today. It's alright. It... Sure that's not even an English word, but still. <laughs> it works, though. <laughs> um, but the vignettes, like, they didn't make me care about them. So, I feel like all of these people, I have no, like, I, I could care less about them. I could care less if they win belts. I could care less if d'angelo starts going and killing all of them too like i just i could care less about them well i will say this is how i'm looking at this i know i picked tony and sax i have a weird feeling you might be right about d'angelo you would bring him up on the day after raw and his character would work so freaking well 
because it's a character, and it works really fucking well on its own. It's so over the top. But for some reason, unlike, like, you try to do gimmicks like this, it actually works for some reason. And I can't even explain what it is, but he makes it work. <laughs> I will I will say this right now, that this is going to be a game-changing pay-per-view for NXT. Fair enough, okay. Because I feel like we're almost at that cusp where we can kind of pull the herd and move people up and then bring new stars forward. I agree with that sentiment. And at the end of, at the end of the day, like everyone needs to remember that NXT is still developmental. Mm -hmm. It's still for the people who aren't meant for the main roster. And there are people that clearly belong on a main roster. Like, can we get Grayson Waller versus LA Knight? Oh my God. That would be amazing. That would be amazing television. Like, um, you know, and again, like, can we get D'Angelo up there? I think that you could have. Um, Where's Cameron Grimes? By the way, where does Cameron Grimes? That's another question. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I think that it's it's time. Cameron Grimes is on the main roster. No, he's not. He hasn't been on television, so I don't count it. If I don't see him on TV, it doesn't count. Okay. But, oh, no, no. but but going back to what I was saying, you know, like when we had this whole NXT 2.0 thing and it was kind of like changing of the guard and how they brought fresh blood in, all of that fresh blood has been moved up to the level where they're prepared. So now it's time to clear them out and then bring up new blood. And I think that that will invigorate what has become a rather stale show. Like I used to love NXT. Because I used to not have any clue what was really going on. But now it's just become extraordinarily predictable with Fair the characters. And I think you kind of have to mix it all up. And that means you got to send some people to the main roster. Fair enough. Well, wait, Dad, did you ever make a pick on who's winning this match? I didn't really be we going off on a tangent. We never actually finished the picks on this match. <sighs> here's, here's the thing with all this. And I say this with the... the uh, most respect but I'm sorry the Creed brothers are like one dimensional in there's there's no there's no charisma with the Creed brothers I I, I I can't make a connection the one time I did see that they had charisma was was when they were with Braun oh it's a good call that that was a great six man that was an awesome six man actually but unless you're gonna make them a trio then there's nothing. That's true. Oh, they're going to make him a faction. Here, Maybe make him a faction. That could be fun. Because mm. here's the thing. There was more life into him when they were associated with Roddy. And now Roddy's gone. And, and I, and the thing with Ivy didn't work. So, I mean, they're just like one different characters. And I'm sorry. I, I don't see them coming out on top. And I don't know what else they can do with them to basically make them... A, a team that will get a, gain attention, and that they're just too one dimensional. I'm sorry, okay. they're, they're playing, they're blah. They don't stick out. They don't stand out. Okay, so who's winning this match? So, I, I guess <laughs> Gals is going to keep the belt. Okay, let's move on. NXT North American Championship. We got to speed up here. NXT North American Championship is Wesley defending in a quote unquote open challenge. Even though all the opponents are announced, it is um, Dragon Lee, Ilya Dragunov, JD McDonough, and Axiom. Not gonna lie, this is gonna be a hell of a fucking match. Um, 
the only way I see take the belt off Wesley is putting the belt on Dragon Lee. That's the only thing I really see them doing. If not, keep the belt on Wesley. That's what I think you do. I'm down to see you shaking your head, so go and choose your head. Yeah, I, I, I say jerks between West and Axiom. And then, of course, McDonough are going to go down the road. Uh, Dragunov challenges Braun to his belt. Okay, um, honey, your thoughts? Um, It's going to be a great match. I think at the end of the day, uh, Dragunov and McDonough are kind of going to cancel each other out because I think they're just going to go crazy on each other because they've got all that animosity, um, which really leaves it between the Lees and Axiom, um, which is going to be a fantastic match. I would like to see Axiom take it, but I don't know if Wesley has had the title long enough or has become that great of a champion. I, I think he's doing a good job. I think he's I doing think he's better. Doing a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. He's doing great. He reminds me of Carmelo Hayes when Carmelo Hayes had the North American Championship. I agree. And it's a good transition. Where, it's a really good transition because yeah. the two of them have been great champions, I think, actually. Yeah. So where I can see him being in a great champion right now, he's good. But I think he has the potential to be great. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so you're sitting here listening to us. Do you have any thoughts on these kind of matches that we're all talking about here? Yeah, I was thinking probably Axiom should come away with the win. Wesley, he's been a good champion, but I, I just don't see it going any further than this because it's been kind of boring lately. Um, and then the tag team that you guys are talking about, I mean, I, I would, I would hope Tony D'Angelo and Stacks win because it would be really funny. <laughs> I enjoy them so much. Um, let's move on to the NXT Women's Championship ladder match. This whole storyline has been weird. Um, so to catch people up, Roxanne had a match against Miko Sanamora on television, and it was a hell of a match. I really enjoyed the match. Enjoyed the match was really, really good. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was active. It was storyline driven too. But it was really, really good. They had like three weeks of hype for it. Like they did a great job with this match. Well, then the match ends with um, Roxanne passing out a la Shawn Michaels back from the 90s. Back in the 90s. Um, which is fine. Shit happens. You do want to, if Shawn Michaels wants to relive his storylines to other people, fine, you do. They did the same thing with the breakup of um, um, Toxic Attraction. So, like, you want to relive your storyline, relive your storylines. But then. They did this whole, like, thing where Roxanne's in the hospital, and they might need to strip her of the title, and she may not be clear for the show, and then there's rumors going up that she's going to get brought to the main roster, and then there's also rumors going on that she's legitimately hurt. Like, there was a lot going on. So then this week on NXT, which, by the way, I give them credit for not filming this in front of the audience, because I had no idea that she was cleared. There was no spoilers whatsoever for this, even though the show was taped this week. And they recorded this whole segment... Uh, Roxanne going up to Sean and saying, I've been cleared by doctors. Um, apparently, I passed out because of, um, of uh, exhaustion and anxiety. And she has anxiety issues and all this stuff. And so, um, Sean's like, fine. You get put back in the match and you're still champion. So, all this was for naught. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Sean didn't do it at first. Go at ahead. first, he said no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> she had to prove to him to put him in, to put him in the match. And she pretty much begged to be in the match. 
And um, then she and then she got put in the match, so she's still champion. So now she's defending the title in a ladder match, which makes perfect sense for someone who just got escorted out on a stretcher. Um, and it rocks Perez defending against Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, Tiffany Stratton, uh, Layla Valkyria, and Indy Hartwell. Why is Indy Hartwell still in NXT? I have no idea. Um, oh, Indy Hartwell's still in NXT because they haven't given her an opportunity to be her. Fair enough. I thought they was going to go up and continue the um, um, index story lineup on the main roster. I thought they were going to do that. <laughs> but before Roxanne got put back in this match, my pick was, in the, was Tiffany Stratton. She had my pick. She was going to win this thing. Now I don't know. Because if Roxanne's back, there's really no reason to hit the belt off her unless they're bringing her up to the main roster. So I think Roxanne's retaining now. Sal, I see you're shaking your head, cringing at this whole storyline I just explained. Go ahead. It was stupid. I hope I hope Roxanne gets hit in the head with a ladder. And then the ladder gets anxiety because she's so fucking stupid. And she loses to Indy because, yay. Okay. Um, honey, go ahead. Um, okay. She, she's an okay wrestler, Roxanne. Like, she's good. I don't see the hype. I think that she's got a shit ton to learn, and putting her on the main roster would be a huge mistake. But I also don't like her as champion. I'm getting really sick of this. I'm just so happy to be here. Like, I always wanted to be champion, and I am now. And, like, just chill the fuck out. Like, oh, honey, did you know what you were trying to Did you know that? Did you know that? <laughs> Probably another reason why I automatically dislike her is because every time she's on screen, I know he's going to open his big, stupid mouth. Huh. Zoe belongs on the main roster. Agreed. Um, I would like to see... like Where is- yes, Tiffany Stratton is an obvious choice, but Indy... I feel like she deserves it the most out of anyone in this match because they put her in these shitty storylines. She made them work. We all gave a damn about that fucking wedding when none of us should. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. You're right. <laughs> 100%. Like, how long did she have to play the straight man to fucking Austin Theory dumbass? I, I love the he- fact that they were like that nuclear family thing going on. That was a stare of the way. The way. Yeah. As the way. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, they've put her through a lot. She's jobbed to a lot of people. It's nice to finally see her getting some of what she deserves. Will she win? Probably not. But should she win? Absolutely. Although, I think she actually lost the match to everyone in this match. <laughs> she may have lost the match to everyone in this match. <laughs> At one point. In the last six but, months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this Lyra Valkyria, I don't know enough about her except that she's bad shit and she belongs with the other two crazy kinky bitches, uh, Elba and Isla. So, like, I just, I don't know enough about her and I just, Indy deserves it. Remind me, Sal, later to, to um, send you the video of um, Alba Fire and, and um, Isla Dawn's promo from Tuesday. It, it's one of the kinkiest things I've ever seen on NXT television. <laughs> that didn't involve Pretty Deadly. Yeah, exactly. It did not involve Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly was busy hosting the show on Tuesday. <laughs> hitting a, okay. Hosting the show while hitting on each other, which was a crazy two hours. But, um, Dad, your thoughts out of your back on the ladder match? Uh, I'm going to go way off the reservation here and basically say that Roxanne's not going to win. Okay. That Indy's going to take the belt 
and you're going to see Roxanne's anxiety really amp up. And now you get Roxanne the heel. No, I don't see that. I, I, Roxanne, oh, please. Roxanne, Roxanne, I, 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 I see it because... Roxanne turning heel is like seeing a heel turning heel. It's not going to happen. Well, I mean, here, I mean, there's no other recourse because you can't keep her happy, peppy. Again, and, I, I and all this all the time. You know, I go back to Thea Hale. I go back to Thea Hale. Sometimes <laughs> we've been doing Thea Hale for three years, three years now. Same exact thing. So you can't say it's not possible. You know. But I mean, and so we, we need it. We need a change. I mean, where the hell happened to Cora Jade? Where, I think he's her. I think Cora's her. I think Cora's. I think we started with her either. I think Cora's her. I think Cora's her. Actually, from my from my red article recently, she's her. So good. Jesus, she's hurt, or she's she's limping for being for being um being affected by Brown Breaker too much. <laughs> I mean, I can totally see how he would uh well break her in half. Ah, see what you did there. <laughs> it's like I set you up, but I'm trying. <laughs> can I can I get the can I get the buzzer, please? No, that's good. I have to find it. I got Steiner. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Honey, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> There's going to be a change, and I see Indy getting the belt. Okay, Indy winning the belt. Yeah, There's okay. going to be a change, all right, when they get sold to the Arab people. Actually, I've been hearing that, Um, I, I've heard that Um, the company that owns um, UFC is back in the running again. To, with, with what? I heard that yesterday from the CNBC guy, from someone from CNBC. So... Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that probably. You know what? That dude might bring after Mania, so we'll probably talk about that next week. Um, <laughs> but um, and our main event, apparently the youngest main event in the history of NXT or WWE or whatever the hell Braun was talking about, the youngest main event. It is Braun Breaker defending the NXT Championship against Kamal Hayes with Trick Williams. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited for this match. I'm really, really excited for this. My issue here is both men should get called up. So, uh, that's my problem with this. And I think Carmella Hayes deserved a title. So, I'm very torn on what the hell to do here. Um, I'm going to go with Carmella winning. But I also, like I said, I think both men should be called up. So, I'm not sure what to do. Sal? Uh, I think it's time for Braun to drop the title. And he's going to get called up. And he's going to flop. That's going to be my prediction. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, honey. Um, I agree. I also think that if he's going to be moved up, I think going back to Cora, she's going to be moved up, and she will be the next member of Damage Control. Ooh, ooh, that's intriguing. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot, actually. But Braun will, without a doubt, either flourish or flop. There is no in between. No, there's definitely not. By the way, it's funny because we're talking about being called up, but he won the NXT Championship on the Draws WrestleMania last year. So that's weird. Like, I don't understand how this, this all makes sense. But, Dad, who's winning? Breaker or Carmelo? I say Hayes. Braun gets called up, but I have a funny feeling that they're not going to have him solo. They'll pair him up with someone just to get his feet wet on the main roster. Fair enough. Fair enough. I could totally see that. All right, um, let's get to it. Our, the big, the big, the big two night event going on this weekend that this whole weekend's about. But again, we apparently, much like in the um, early two thousands, where early like twenty tens, where every show was either Flo Rida or somebody else. 
for like the what the this is the four, third year in a row now, fourth year in a row now. Something like that. Remember, I was your hero. Can we get back to like just the mini themes that are up tempo? Is that possible? Like, can we get back to ones that are up tempo? Like, like they're they're going through the card on Monday, and like this song playing in the background, you could not have a more low key like see me soon song for WrestleMania. But hyping up a really good WrestleMania card, like it's weird. <laughs> this is the weekend, less than zero. So like, like this this is such a mellow theme music. This is so mellow. <laughs> this isn't say WrestleMania to me at all. But there you go. Another year with the weekend here as the as um the team song of WrestleMania. Anyway, so WrestleMania host this year is the Miz. Not gonna lie, this is gonna be I think the Miz is gonna do a great job doing this this time. I I think we're concentrate on him a little bit more, have some more behind some more stuff going on. I almost expect now that I'm thinking about it, the Miz to be like have the, like a segment with LA Knight. The Miz could have a segment with Stone Cold, or the Miz could have all these extra segments for the fun of it. I think he could have those like those like segment in the back where like all the legends show up, but he could do that stuff and have a lot of fun with it. So, um, honey, any thoughts on the Miz hosting this event? I think it's good for him. I think it's a good spot for him, but at the end of the day, I also feel like you're wasting his talent. Like he is a very talented wrestler. And I think a lot of people forget that. Um, I would have maybe liked to have seen him host one night and fight the other, but it is go. what it is. Or maybe, or maybe they'll set up a match. Who knows? I don't know. There's only seven matches for a night. We could always fit another match if they really want to do it. You know? So, let's get to the card. So, we'll start from the bottom to the top. Some matches have nights. Most don't. So, unlike the last couple of years when we were like, well, here's night one, here's night two. I have no idea what's going to be on one night except for a few matches that have been announced. So, when we get to those matches, we'll see what nights are on. We'll start from the two matches that I don't understand why they're happening, except for the fact they don't want to do Battle Royals. So instead, we're going to do random, as they're quoting it, WrestleMania Showcase Matches. Meh. That's the name of the matches. Um, the men and the women's one, they're tag team matches. We'll do the men's one first because this is actually tag teams. It is Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Viking Raiders, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy, Tag Gable and Otis, who I'd be surprised if they're even a tag team the day after the show's out, by the time Monday, the day after WrestleMania. Anyway, I expect Otis to show up and be a part of, um, of the Maximum Models <laughs> by Monday. By Monday. Otis. I really do expect that. Um, by the way, can I say, I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying watching, um, um, what the hell's her name? I know it's Dupree. Maxine? Maxine Dupree. I remember her last name for her name. Maxine Dupree, like, looking at the screen, watching Otis, and I literally texted telling her, she's doing the chubby chaser! She's doing the chubby chaser! I can't argue with it! <laughs> but no, um... There's no reason for this match, unless you're going to make it into like a number one contendership match, which is absolutely fine with me if that's the case. Um, I'm picking Braun and Ricochet just based on the fact that they were amazing at the house show we were at, and I really enjoyed them on the team for no other reason than because we haven't had him like this since maybe like Rey Mysterio and Big Show. So I really enjoy them together, and they're really good chemistry, and I can't even explain why. So I'm going to go with them. Um, Sal? Yeah, I was thinking... Uh... It was either going to be Viking Raiders or them, but I'm, I'm leaning more towards Braun and Ricochet. Um, honey? I Honestly, I got to go with Braun and Ricochet. Their chemistry is incredible. 
And it shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> um, and I think that the Street Profits have had their their moments. I don't think the Alpha Academy is going to make it. I don't like the Viking Raiders characters right now. So let's go with that. Um, I'm going to throw something out there. Do the Street Profits survive like till SummerSlam? Do you think they're going to be te- a team by SummerSlam? Honey. <laughs> No, which is a shame because it's quite obvious that they want to build Montez Ford up and to be a huge star. Um, that's a shame for Angelo Dawkins because I see him fizzling out and eventually getting eventually cut. Um, but I don't see them lasting much longer. Okay, Sal, same question about the profits. Do you see them staying oh, together? Oh, sorry. Unless they allow them to be like the New Day. Oh, true. Good call. Do their own thing. And still be together. True. Good call. Sal, same question about the profits. Um, I I see them temporarily breaking up, like Mandy said. Still kind of being a team without tag teaming together. And then, you know, down the road, get back together kind of a deal. Uh, but it would be a great opportunity to split them at the, uh, you know, so, so-called... so uh, Draft whenever that happens. Um, the draft that's going to happen, yeah. Uh, I, I can see them doing something along the lines of where they break them up in the draft, like the New Day, but then like they reunite like the Rumble in the Rumble, and you have their moments in the Rumble, like, that kind of stuff. I can see them doing something like yeah. that. Like they used to do with like Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas and teams like that. So, okay, Dad, back to you. Your thoughts on the, your thoughts on the winner and profits. Uh, well, right now with uh, Strowman and Ricochet, it reminds me of the movie My Bodyguard, and that's why the chemistry works so well. Um, do I see him winning this match? I think what's going to come down to it's going to come down to them between them and the Street Profits. And I see for some reason uh, the Street Profits trying to take a shortcut and it doesn't work. So yeah, Strowman and Ricochet should win this one. Um, I will say there there was definitely setting up a moment because they they didn't on SmackDown where they had Braun, Eric. Eric or Ivar, I forgot which one it was, and Otis all in the ring together, and everyone in the crowd was going absolutely crazy for that moment. Like it yeah, was, Ivar. It was Ivar. It was such a great moment to watch because the crowd was going absolutely insane. <laughs> so that's a cool moment. Reinforce uh, the ring. We're gonna have to. They have, to. they have to do a hell in a cell match, so they have to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the other one, it's a women's <laughs> side. It is um, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, um, Natalia and Shotzi. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, for some reason, Carmella isn't here. I don't know why. I haven't had a chance to look up why she's not here. Uh, this should be it should have been Chelsea and Carmella, but it's Chelsea and Sonya. Um, my brain is telling me Ronda and Baszler win this thing, but I, I have a weird feeling because they're so obsessed with Chelsea Green's character right now. That <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna have her and Sonya win this thing. But I have a, I, I'm picking Ronda. No, she can't win the whole base yeah. on her character. I know. She needs to complain all the time. I know, I know. So I'm picking Ronda and Shayna. That's my official pick is Ronda and Shayna. No. That's my official pick. So, um, I'm just going to, um, hey, honey, you pick. Um, I think it's going to be Ronda and Shayna only because I've heard rumblings that they want them to go after the women's tag team titles. Which makes sense. Um, Natty is never going to win at Mania. Let's just be honest there. Um, and I 
wonder if Mella may be pregnant or trying to get pregnant again. Oh, fair enough. That's fair enough. Because I didn't think of that. They still have her doing, like, she still did the game show we are not discussing. Um, she did, like, um, a baseball thing. She's doing, like, Boys and Girls Club stuff. So she's still doing a lot of um, events for the WWE. She's just not being physical. So I wonder if there's something there. Fair enough. Um, but I agree. Chelsea can't win because she needs to keep pushing that character forward. Um, I would like Liv and Raquel to get it, but there's no real reason for them to be together long term. And so that leaves Ronda and Shayna. Um, I'm not sure if you read that Becky actually wanted to wrestle both nights. And she wanted to have the six man, the six woman tag on this on night one. And then face the winner of the showcase match on night two for the titles. I think that would be great. Not going to do that, but that's what she wants to do. That's what she wants. To, she said that in an interview the other day. Like, I would love to have seen them do that. They did that in New Japan a lot, where like, they do something on night one. Where they do two, they're doing two nights for the kingdom. They do something on night one that affected night two. They did it a lot they, in New Japan. Didn't they do that with the women? One? Oh, they did. You're right. The first year. The, um, the first year they had back in fans, where they did the tag team titles. They did the number yeah. one contendership match, and then they did a tag team match on night two. But, the, but the, both teams didn't wrestle on both nights. I think that's what it yeah. was. That was the difference. Um, that good. I'm going to go off of the, the popular vote, and I'm going to go with Liv and Raquel to, to win. Okay. O- only because I think Raquel wants to re- regain the tag, tag uh, team championship belts, and then maybe down the that'll Hell pulls her onto the main roster. What was that sound sound made, by the way? When you said that? Oh, that sound. <laughs> I, I think this, I think so. I was falling asleep, but down the road, I can see Raquel and possibly Charlotte doing something. All right. Yeah. All right, Sal, your pick on this match. Um, I mean, if it's not Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, and they're supposed to be this like kick-ass tag team and that takes no shit and then they lose to like a bunch of these losers then there's something seriously wrong and so, a lot of these losers that they've already like murdered and they beat yeah they beat them already <laughs> like how many of so, these people have they like annihilated it's interesting exactly so, oh, yeah, so i'm thinking yeah, yeah, ronda and funny. shana i just realized something that ronda hasn't won a wrestlemania match in her debut match at wrestlemania 34 Oh, what a damn shame. I didn't thought about that because she hasn't won one. I'm, she has not won it. I'm not WrestleMania 34. I mean, whatever year she debuted. But she hasn't won WrestleMania 34. But she hasn't won a WrestleMania match then. She won that WrestleMania match and then she lost at 35. She didn't wrestle at 36. And the, was it last year was when she won the Rumble and then lost to Charlotte. So she hasn't won a match in the media since the first time. That's pretty funny to me, actually. I didn't thought about that. All right. Let's move on to the match that we've all been cringing about. <laughs> But I, I, okay, I, I'm going to say what I heard. I think it was, I, I don't remember who said it on one of the podcasts I listened to. This match is not for the super fan. This match is for the people. Like, like there are kids that are in the crowd that are enjoying this. There are people that apparently Fuck going them to, kids. Can I Fuck finish? Them no, kids. no, let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> my whole point is this match is not for us. 
This match is for, because you remember, because I remember Sal texting me during Raw, the first time they were in the ring together, and the whole crowd is chanting, holy shit, and they're just and they're looking at each other like, and not to be proved, this match isn't for us. This isn't for us. It's for other people. I don't know who they are, but not us. Um, <laughs> this whole storyline, she says, Brock Lesnar is winning this match and hitting an F5 on Omos, just like he did the big show, and all this kind of stuff, and all yada, 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 yada. So Brock Lesnar wins, and uh, you can move on, and hopefully this match is like five minutes tops with entrances. With entrances, five minutes tops. <laughs> um, but again, sometimes the way almost walks his entrance might be five minutes, but we never know. Um, Sal, go ahead. <laughs> um, well, if the rumors are true, wow. uh, this is probably Brock's final match of his contract. Then I see him putting Omos over. Ooh. Because why else would you have this random fucking match with no context, no build-up, no reason, really, just to have Brock Lesnar win? So I say Brock Lesnar is going to lose, and I mean, like, lose clean. Wow. Okay. And he's going to make Omos look like a monster, which he really isn't, let's be honest. Uh, And then he's going to, you know, ride off into the Canadian sunset. Wow. I did not see that one coming. Honestly, I did not expect that one. Um, honey, go ahead. No one wins. That's the problem. <laughs> None of us win because we have to watch this okay. shit. It's reminiscent of Big Show Akibono, where oh, the Jesus real Christ. losers are literally everyone. Well, God damn it! <laughs> but but with no diapers. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I I just I re- I, I I really enjoy WrestleMania 21. It's one of my favorite WrestleManias. Until that match happens. Like, until that match happens. I really do enjoy the hate review outside of that match. <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, because I really, really enjoyed Cowboy Brock, let him go out on top. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dad? Um, and then, you know... I guess you see riding off into the suns, but because of this icy MVP turning on Omos, then Omos just picks up MVP and slams the shit out of him, and then walks off. Okay, uh, that's the thing that can happen. Um, okay. The only thing I can see her happening is if like what is that looks <laughs> for no other reason. The other thing I can see is like for no reason, like. The oh, the whole old hurt business comes out and helps Omos just because they can. There's no other reason, just because they can. I don't see that happening because they're still aligned with MVP. So like I can totally see that. Um, moving on, we have a match. It is on night one. It is Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Um, not gonna lie, I'm more excited for this match than I probably should be. Um, no, don't be, don't be. Only because You're falling for the trap. Uh, hold on, hang on, hang on. There's a note. That I read literally before we came on the air that this is actually Logan Paul's last match of his current contract. Good. So that's that also a thing. That's a, 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 and he's going to break his skull. Okay, there you go. The hatred for Logan Paul from Sal here. Holy crap. I, I fucking hate him. I fucking hate him. Fuck wait, them did kids. You, did you let CJ in this chat? Nope. It's all Sal. <laughs> I really feel like we just have this conversation, but the only difference is. That our dumbass kid says he hates Logan Paul while drinking <laughs> Logan Paul's drink. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. <laughs> Pretend this is a crime. Pretend this is a crime. He's like, oh, I just 
her. <laughs> she, she's not wrong. She's Hi. not wrong at all. right about that he's 100 accurate <laughs> the kid hates logan paul but he's hanging on to the various colors of bottles displayed on his window in his room i'm joking at all about that oh my God. also logan if for some reason you're listening to this and would like to send us some prime please do because that shit's expensive it really and hard to find and hard to find well he's a douchebag so you're gonna have to deal with it yeah Hey, dollar ninety nine a bottle. I, I I give um. But yeah. I know where Sal's pick is. I really ask him. I got yeah. his pick. <laughs> and I hope Seth. I hope and I hope Seth walks out with the big red boots again. Prime. I fucking hate. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna go Seth Rollins win. Yep. I, I, I'm gonna go Seth Rollins win, and um. We move on with the, for the Logan Paul experiment. The only thing I see is they can almost extend this feud one month because from what I know, Logan Paul is also very big in Puerto Rico. So I can almost see them extending this feud one more month just to get to Puerto Rico. Fuck Puerto Rico. There, I said it. Oh, you're in a mood today. You're Wait, in a mood country. today. <laughs> Wait, the whole country? Wow. The whole country. There's women there, you know. Sounds in a mood. You're curious. Whoever likes Logan Paul. And attractive women at that in Puerto Rico, but like, I don't understand where that's coming from. I probably have some attractive men there too, Sal. You got to chill out a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. Yeah, they swim in their speed. Honey, yeah, let's, jump, let's jump over to someone who's not completely biased against Logan Paul. <laughs> Go for a pick. Wait, me? Yeah, you. I fucking hate Logan Paul. Pinky <laughs> <laughs> up. Oh, wait, sorry, yes. Class. Crazy. So class. <laughs> you class. There you go. Um, at the end of you the know, day, we're really the I'm winner. I'm going to go against you guys. Hang on. Da- go dad, 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 Mandy's making your pick. Logan Paul's going to win. Oh, my God. Dad, <laughs> Mandy was making. Dad, dad, for some reason, you're on a weird delay. I don't know what's going on with your connection. Okay, go on. Uh, Mandy was making literally in the middle of a sentence. Hang on. Everybody stop talking for one second. Mandy was literally in the middle of a sentence and you started talking. You gotta figure out something <laughs> with your connection. Because this is the third time this has happened since we started the show and we've been going on over an hour. You gotta work on your connection if something's going on. Um, Honey, back to you because that's actually who I threw to. <laughs> Oh, you pissed him off so much he dropped. <laughs> All right, well, I guess it's the Blake and Sal show with Mandy. Did we start the show? Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't see Logan Paul's ego allowing Seth to win. I want Seth in the red boots. I want the biggest yes. over-the-top entrance possible. I want a fucking choir going, oh, like, I want, I want all of it. But Seth doesn't need this win. Like, Seth is, he. Teflon. Yeah, he is just, he is, he is WWE at this point. Like, he is just, he is, in in my eyes, honestly, I even think he's bigger, excuse me, than Roman. What's interesting is we were at the house show. And the fun part about it was, for me, was Seth lost. 
And no one remembers that Seth lost. Like, no one remembered like, when it was over. Because everyone was still I mean. singing Roman, everyone was still singing the Seth scene music. When it was all said and done. Seth does not need the win, and Logan Paul's ego won't allow it. Fair enough. And now that he's back, now that he's back, apparently. And he's gone. <laughs> he's walk. Now he's walking out. He's literally walking over here. I don't know. And now he's walking. Now he's walking out. Don't worry about it. I know. I know he picked Logan Paul, but I, I don't know where he went. Um. Oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. Welcome back. Um. Oh, he grabbed gummy bears. His sugar is low. Got it. Okay. Well, anyway, you, like I said, Dad, you're picking Logan Paul. <laughs> Logan Paul. Only because of what happened with the Miz debacle, I think we're going to set it right this time. Okay, fair enough. Um, Wait, what Miz debacle? Didn't he beat the Miz? Because when he beat the Miz, I remember. Because when he beat the Miz, didn't he? I think what Dad's talking about is that that when the Miz like turned on him. Oh, that whole situation. Okay, that uh, that makes sense now. That makes sense now. Remember? Oh, maybe the Miz will come out and screw Logan Paul now and Ooh, make him lose. That'd be a twist. That'd be a twist. Because remember, how did sharing is caring? How did how did, <laughs> how did Seth get Logan Paul's number? Miz's phone. Yes, you're right. Miz's phone. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Oh, um, my other favorite thing is when he was like, Miz, how many times have I told you to stop calling me? Yeah, that was very funny. That, that was actually one of the funnier moments of this entire run was that moment, because that was very funny. <laughs> um, let's move on to the match I'm excited about, and apparently nobody else in the wrestling world is, apparently. That's what I'm learning. No one else is excited for this match, except for apparently me. Um, Yay, thank it, you for joining the emoji. It is um, damage control. Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky versus Becky Lynch. Lita and Trish, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. When Bailey and Lita are in a room together, I'm going to lose it. But, it's not just happening. And honey, you're muted for some reason. I don't know what happened. You're muted. You're biased for this match. I am 100% biased. I'm not like, going to bullshit. I'm literally in a Bailey shirt right now. So I'm not like, going to lie. If you didn't have hard-ons for Bailey and Lita, I don't know if you would like this match as much. You're not going to lie. You're not going to lie. You're absolutely 100% right. I am going to completely lose my shit when Bailey and Lita are in the ring together. And I did have a thing for Trish at one time, but Lita was my was my favorite. So, like, Lita Wait. and Bailey in the ring together, I'm going to lose my shit. Do you have tissues for when that happens? Oh. Oh, that's a visual. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's my thing with this match, I though. Need some I need some Tic Tacs to clear my mouth. I'm going to go first with my pick here. And um, from I'm going to go based off something I heard in the Bailey interview with um, Errol Hawani, where she hinted that Dan McCormick might actually be breaking up. Or she might be leaving Damage Control or some variation of it after WrestleMania. There's something going on with Damage Control that might not be a thing after Mania, based on what she said in the Earl Hawani interview. So I'm actually going to go with Becky. It was a big flop? I don't know, but she said that she wouldn't be surprised if after Mania they're not together anymore. Something along those lines. And so if this is their only match at Mania, I'm glad we're doing this match at Mania. At least they're getting one match at the faction. So if that's the case, I don't see them winning. And I see Becky and Lita and Trish winning. So, um, that's how I look at this right now. Um, honey, what do you think? Yes, but I also see Trish turning. For some reason. For some reason, I just think they're turning. Okay. Or turning. Fair enough. So you're going to go with damage control winning with Trish turning? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no. I love the fact that now all four of us are just eating now. Like, all four of us are eating now. <laughs> I just realized that, like, all four of them. I see Becky, Lee, and Trish 
I see Becky Lita and Trish winning, but Trish turning. Oh, okay. So after the match, just turning kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense now. All right. Um, Sal, go ahead. Okay, so first and foremost, do you really think the egos of Lita and Trish are going to lose at WrestleMania? No, I don't think so. Exactly. Number two, yeah. Number two, I have heard that rumor that Trish Stratus uh, is going to turn heel. So I say, call me crazy, that Becky, Lita, and Trish are going to win, but then Trish attacks Bailey and becomes a temporary leader of damage control. Oh, mm. that's an idea. That's an interesting thing. I'm out the right right now. <laughs> You had the red key. Now I know why you always yell at me for making edits in the middle of the show. Dad, Dad, what's your. Who are you? Wait, is it supposed to be spelled wrong? I don't know. I'm trying. Let me check. I actually don't even know how it's spelled. Put some respect. Put some respect on his name. No one has seen this, Bill. This is the best part about it. No one's seeing this. Not even on YouTube. No one's seeing this. Dang ahead. Your thoughts on this. I see damage control winning only because Lita turns heel. I don't see that happening. I just can't see it. Trish returning makes more sense than Lita turning, but I can... Okay, we'll go with it. Let's get to the next match. It is the Hell in a Cell match. It is Edge and Demon Finn Balor. I've heard it might be the Brood version of Edge coming out as well. Um... I, I can see this opening night too, honestly, just to get the Cell out of the way. Honestly, I can see them doing that. Like, Rose Miz introduced the show, and then the Cell comes down. We have the first match of night two being the Cell. So, um, yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that happening. They haven't announced it, but I totally believe it. Um, I'm happy to see the Demon. I'm not gonna lie, I'm happy to see a Demon enter the Mania. That's really freaking cool. So, honestly, as much as I want to pick, I, I almost think the Demon doesn't lose again and wins this match. Even though I have a feeling this is also gonna be the end of the feud, but we'll go with it. Um, Sal, what do you think? Wait, who? I picked the, I picked the demon. Go ahead, no, Sal. No, we heard that part. Sal, go ahead. Oh, my. Um. It's like when you're in school and the teacher calls on someone, but you don't know if the teacher called on you, so you're like, um. Fair enough. Fair enough. What? Um. I mean, I, I was going to say by default, Demon Finn Balor, but then I remember that he's not undefeated anymore. Uh, so, I think Demon Balor is going to win anyway, because, yeah. Funny part I think a lot of people forgot that he lost to Roman. I think a lot of people forgot that happened. <laughs> so, because of how bizarre, how bizarre that ending was. Like, <laughs> um, Dad, why don't you go? Dad, why don't you go? It's, it's <laughs> just going to win. But I see two of his uh, former teammates, the Brood, Gangrel and Christian, come in to help. Ooh. Christian. Well, actually, from what I'm hearing, Christian might be a free agent. I've been hearing that rumor lately. So he might be a free agent. Yep. What? Yeah. The one in, our, the one in yep. his room downstairs? No, not our Christian. Christian Cage. The one that got buried by Jungle Boy. 
Whatever. And violently fell into the ground. That's what I meant by buried. <laughs> I meant by buried. <laughs> Still not as good of a joke as breaking her in half. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> Boy. Um. So Edge was dead picking Edge. Um, honey, go ahead. I yeah, go, yeah, go ahead. Um. Again, I go with who needs it more, and. I think that Finn has been kind of ho-hum since Judgment Day started. Like, he really came in to be the leader. And I really feel like both Dom and Rhea have kind of, like, taken some of that spotlight. And he hasn't been the leader <laughs> he needs to be. I know. I love it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't have a problem with it. But I think, like, he's kind of gotten lost in that shuffle. And I think he needs this to... To kind of be like, hey, still here. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I actually think that the Judgment Day might actually go perfect at Mania. That's what I think, because that leads to our next match. It is Rey Mysterio, the now Hall of Famer, Rey Mysterio, picking on Dominic Mysterio. But by the way, I found out this is the first father-son match since WrestleMania 17, when we had Shane versus Vince. So this is only the second time ever we ever. Oh, also, I don't know I if I would count that. Need everyone to know that he spells his name D O M I N I K. No C in there. Got it. Thank you for that. As I should really, I should really take a picture of this run sheet, and the people want to understand what, about what the CK. This has been going on over the last like ten minutes here. <laughs> so anyway. I, I think Why am I green all of a sudden? <laughs> so I, I'm going to go with the fact that um, Judgment Day is going to sweep their matches. This is going to be a, a, a spoiler for one of my picks later. But um, Dominic Mysterio wins this thing. And um, I think Ray will put over his son. Honestly, I really think Ray's going to put his son over on this one. For real. I think at the, the end of the day, I think this whole storyline has been around. Ray wanted to face Dominic at WrestleMania. And then Ray putting over <laughs> Dominic. Because they did not expect his heel character to go over as all that did. Um... Honey, go ahead. I think Dominic's going to take it. Again, I go with the who needs it more, and Dominic needs it more because he's not going to be able to rely on his father for much longer if we're talking about Ray moving his schedule down and eventually retiring. Um, So Dom needs to be – he needs to stand on his own two feet as a wrestler. And, yes, he still has a Mysterio name, but he needs to – prove to people that he deserves the Mysterio name and he's come a long way. And I think that this will be a great culmination for him to prove that he is capable and he is ready to handle it. Because the other thing people need to realize is he probably should have been in NXT and he has essentially learned the entire business in front of cameras. In two and a half years. In two and a half years. (laughs) He is far better than he should be for someone who hasn't, had all of the experience that others have had so i think he's done pretty damn good um however i'm waiting for prison dom to actually physically get the tattoo <laughs> losing the eye or losing the teardrop in the middle of the match that's not it loses something it loses something he needs the face paint like um like sting or darby that's what he needs right now if he's not gonna do the actual tattoo <laughs> honestly between Rhea and fucking uh finn with the demon makeup, no one can get him a teardrop that lasts for a whole match. I know, like, seriously. This would be the match to do it. This would be the match to do it. Um, I would say, because we actually had to talk about this at the house show. When we were out watching Dominic Russell without Ray. 
And he's good. He's not great. He's only going to get better. But he's good. He's really good at getting the heel heat. So, like, I totally see this working with him. Especially if he continues this feud with, um, with, um, with Lakata Del Santasma. Like, I totally can see that happening. Legato. So, Sal, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going to take my headphones off for one second and let the dogs outside because I did the wrong. So, Sal, to you. <laughs> okay. So, real world, not wrestling, not scripted, real world, this is Rey Mysterio passing the torch to his son. So, with that, because there's just no other way, Dom's going to win. Dom's going to win because, you know, it, this is this is Ray's opportunity to say, you know, I'm done. You're carrying on the name. Agreed. I'm dead. Well, since Ray means when he's not retiring for a while, um, I see the match getting really into it and in a crucial moment. Somebody runs in and hit the somebody either could be Vicky Guerrero and she turns and basically costs the match to Ray and Dominic to win. Uh, There's can't. a big hug. My familia, because of the, the comments he made is I wish I were Eddie's son. So let's kind of put the screws more to Ray and Vicky comes in and accepts Dominic as her adopted son. Well, she she can't because she's still technically under age. No, she's not. She's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's she not. Go. She announced it's officially a free agent. She announced it about a month ago. I thought I just read that she said that she was under contract until July. Really? I haven't read that. Maybe, 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 maybe you may be because right. She has. You may be right. You may be right, Sal. You may be right. She's off TV, but she's still under contract. Hmm. Hold I'll on, let me see if I can find it. I'm gonna look it up for fast health myself. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to apparently the opening match of night one. That's what they announced it. And I have a feeling that's because one of the members needs to get back to a movie set. It is um, the WWE United States Championship. It is Austin Theory taking on John Cena. There is no reason for John to win this match. Absolutely no reason. Um, and like I said, I have a weird feeling the match is first so that John can get back to the movie set. Because it is LA and this show starts at what, like 3 in the afternoon? In LA? Something like 4 in the afternoon? So, um, Siri wins this and retains his title, and then he gets to brag that he beat John Cena for the rest of his career. Like, that's something he can brag about. Or that'd be a perfect character. Let's be honest, that's, it's a perfect thing for his character. It's like Jericho bragging about him being so cold and rock. It's the same mentality. You, you beat John Cena, you get to brag about it for the rest of your career. Um, honey, what do you think? Cena has been given many, many opportunities, and he has had people pass the torch on to him, and I think it's his turn to pass it on to Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory is another one who reminds me a lot of The Miz, um, and who has a lot of potential, and I think that this would give him the boost he needs. Fair enough. Fair enough, Sal? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's you know, it's not like John Cena's back. You know, he, this is like a one-time thing, and then he's going to go back to his little acting career that you know he used to make fun of The Rock for, and now he's doing the same thing. But yeah, so this is uh, Awesome Theory is retaining. Dad, I see Cena putting Awesome Theory over 
and then that breathes new life into Austin and his character or his persona. Because in the past, he's been plain and black. Now this is the way to basically pump up his character by saying, hey, I beat Cena, and if I beat Cena, I can beat anybody else. I got to give him credit for that promo on Monday, because that was the best promo he's ever cut. Like, by far, Theory's best promo ever. The one he cut on Monday. So, that, if that's what we're getting out of him now, it's only going to go up from there. If we're talking about growth, Austin Theory, by far, has had the most growth from anyone that I've ever seen. Because as we were talking about Indy and the wedding and whatnot, uh, the one joke that in the in the This Is Awesome that we watched with the wedding, where Johnny asked where the ring was, and Austin was like, we're in a ring! <laughs> he went from that dumbass character who was to this. Dumb, <laughs> to, to <laughs> pulling, pulling promos like that out of his ass. Like, if if we're looking at a range of character here and a growth, like, Austin Theory by far has grown the most in this past year. And that's actually less, less than in a two-year span from that moment at the wedding to this. That's pretty impressive. That's really, yeah, that, really impressive. That forever will be one of the moments, like, etched in my brain from that wedding. And he's like, we're in a ring! <laughs> like, it's just so dumb! He's <laughs> not! No, he's not. Well, no, he's not done. The moment so, was dumb. The so, moment was dumb, but it was hysterical. But okay, it was hysterical so at the moment. <laughs> let me, let me, let me get this straight to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row. Austin's part was supposed to be the part of an idiot savant. Austin Theory was supposed to be the young kid in the in the way that was an idiot. That was the whole well, character. He had the idiot part down. I'm not sure about the savant. Fair enough. All right, I'm gonna move on. By the way, I don't. Can I just say something? Because I, 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 yeah. move on. Um, I don't okay, remember. Sorry. sorry to interrupt, but like WWE, they like five minutes ago they po- posted like the picture of Tim White for the. Okay, what's the picture? They couldn't have picked a better picture of him. He looks demented. <laughs> wow, that's a picture. That's a picture and a half right there. They posted that. Like, come on, guys. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, that's not a good picture at all. Um. By the way, so I'm just trying to remember, when was the last time we had a WrestleMania where we had important matches for the Intercontinental and U.S. Championship matches in the same show? Like, we actually um, have, I can't remember. 1997. Like, seriously, this is important. Like, both matches are important. Because now we have the WWE Intercontinental Championship match. It is Gunther defending against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Three big meanie men slapping me. I'm looking forward to this fucking match. A lot. Like, I, I'm so excited for this match. There's not a single man that's going to come out of here not bruised out of their fucking mind. Honestly, I do not see a title change. Originally, I was thinking Sheamus is going to win, but I'm actually leaning more toward Gunther retaining and um, keeping this reign going. Because he's got a pretty long reign, and um, people, are joking, people are saying maybe he can keep the belt on him and maybe pass Honky Tonk Man eventually. So who knows? That's something you could possibly do. It's pop- something you can do. You already made, you already had Gunther break the record for like a longest appearance in the Rumble, so why not do something else with him? Um, Sal, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's looked strong in NXT. He's looking strong here. You know, why have him lose? Even though it is a triple threat, it would be easy to have him lose the title without being involved in the finish. But. I don't think that would be a good idea. So I think he should retain. 
All right. Um, honey, go ahead. Okay, so Seamus is the one that hasn't had the intercontinental. Correct. Correct. I say give it to Shamey. Like, again, if we're talking deserving, whatnot, like, Seamus, he, he carried a lot during the pandemic. Like, he, they put him through a lot of different shit. Give him the belt that he hasn't had so he can become a Grand Slam champion. Is that correct? It is correct. It is correct. He will be a Grand Let Slam champion. Let him become a Grand Slam champion because he, too, is getting older. And maybe he wants to retire. Like, he just got married. Let him enjoy his life. Let him have the belt for a little bit. Have a little fun with the guys and then call it a day. How is Seamus 45? How, how is Seamus 45? <laughs> he, he does not. He does not look for you. He's the same age as my sister. How is that possible? Like, how? He, he looks like he hasn't aged since, two, what, 2008? <laughs> yeah, you're right. He, he looks exactly the same. same from his debut. Um, by the way, he's really been 15 years. That's crazy. Um, I believe I'm dead. Go ahead. <sighs> I don't see a title change, and maybe this will put more of a rift between Drew and Seamus, but I don't know. I don't want to see that. Um. Maybe Seamus walks away from the brawling brutes and just says, I need some time to, to reflect and, and ponder what I'm going to do for my, the rest of my career. Okay. That's fair. All right. Can I just put in a request for Drew to wear some kind of leather? Just a hell of it? <laughs> just a little leather, please. Thank you. Fair enough. With, with or without the sword? <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> moving on let's get to the women's championship matches we have the wwe raw women's championship it is bianca belair taking on oscar um i'm not gonna lie they did a terrible job hyping this matchup they did a terrible job matter of fact I the video packages on monday might have been the best hype they did this entire time <laughs> it's a chamber <laughs> I am so disappointed by how badly they fucked this up. <sighs> Patty, I, go ahead. I know you're a big Bianca fan, so go ahead. Go ahead, go. I love Bianca. I'm not the biggest Asuka fan, we all know this. But I legitimately could care less about this match. Um, but I... I don't want Bianca to lose, but... I feel like we need... Something new. Um... And I don't want Asuka to win, but I think she's going to because to kind of right the wrongs from the past for when she lost in a big title match. So I think Asuka's going to win, but I really do think it's going to be time for some new blood the Monday after Raw to challenge her. I, I, I actually absolutely agree 100%. Because I see them taking the belt off Bianca. She's had the belt literally for a solid year. By the time we get to this match, it'll be WrestleMania to WrestleMania. Um, Oscar's winning the new character and everything else. They they just kind of let her. The one thing they have to do with Oscar, they have to let her cut the promo she did at NXT, where like she did those awesome promos in NXT and they subtitled them and they were fantastic in NXT. And they have never let her be that character on the main roster. They never let her be that character. Like I remember in this, I remember this promo when she was a tweener, where she was like sitting at the pool. And, like, cutting this crazy-ass promo. But you understood it. And you understood the character. And you understood what they were doing. Why are they not... Why is that Asuka not here? That's been my issue for a while. But, um... 
Sal, your thoughts. Um, I mean, I feel like Rhea should have went after the Raw title because I feel like Rhea Bianca would tear down the house versus Rhea Charlotte. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want Oscar to win. It, you know, they're, they're bringing back this character, and, you know, she's supposed to be unstoppable, and, you know, Bianca does defy all the odds, so it kind of makes a little bit of sense in a, in a way. Uh, I am torn, because literally up until, like, two hours ago, I was picking Asuka, and I've been going back and forth ever since, because Bianca winning is believable, and that's the crazy part about it. But I am going to stick to my guns, I'm going to say that, I mean, Bianca needs a little bit of a break, too. I mean, she's been at it for over a year and literally carrying out the women's division on the wrong roster. So I think Asuka's going to win, but Bianca probably will win it right back, like, fairly quick. And there's a doggy in the background. The um, one thing I will say, when did Bianca and Montez's um, reality show start? And when did that start? I know they have a reality show coming soon. So I can only see them taking time off to let them hype that up and whatnot. So I don't know when that's starting. Um, Dad, go ahead. Uh, I have to go with Asuka on this one. Only because I understand, I believe, I'm not sure when her contract runs out with WWE. But if you want to basically put the belt on her before she leaves to go to New Japan, I think that would be good for business. Where is the rumor that she's going to New Japan? I haven't heard that at all. I'm just saying, you know, when she's done with WWE, I, I thought she was heading to New Japan, and supposedly she was going to be involved in coaching the women in Japan. I haven't heard that at all, but I, I wouldn't surprise me. Um, let's move on to the one of the rumored matches that can main event night one. I, I don't like this being the main event night one. I think the, the different match in event night one, my personal opinion, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Uh, the Charlotte... Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley with Dominic Mysterio in her corner. This whole storyline better lead to Rhea winning the belt. Like, I'm just, there's no reason for this whole storyline to happen. And her saying, I'm better than I was at WrestleMania 36, the match that everyone forgets about because it was the pandemic WrestleMania. Um, and we're not going to show clips of it because we don't want to show that. And, um... I'm better than that. I can beat Charlotte, and you don't have her beat Charlotte, which is, would be so stupid. So, there is no reason for Charlotte to win this match. Rhea Ripley has to lead with the belt. Um, honey, your thoughts. And you're muted. He should, er, this should not be the main event of Night One, without a doubt. Um, and honestly, please get the belt off of Charlotte. Like, Although I haven't hated her as much this time than I have in the past, I'm just sick of seeing the belt on the same people. And that goes for the men, too. Like, just someone new, please. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Rhea's been, like, white hot this whole year. Um, if she doesn't win... There's going to be a really big riot at SoFi Stadium. Um, and I mentioned this before. When Rhea wins, I really, really hope she puts Dominic on her shoulder like Macho Man did with Miss Elizabeth when he won the title. <laughs> I think that would just be a visual 
for the ages. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. I didn't even tell me that too, but now we can talk about it on the air. That's absolutely amazing. Ideally, what, oh, I'm kind of going along with that. What I would personally love is I would love for Dominic to get involved and then get like knocked out or something. And then for Rhea to throw him over one shoulder and the belt over the other and then walk out. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate mommy situation. That would be amazing. Um, Dad, go ahead. Dad, go ahead. He's miming a coin flip, by the way, for people watching. Um, not watching. <laughs> okay, I'll go with Rhea winning, but I'm going to put something else in there. That she figures now that she's the champion, she's better than Dominic, and their relationship goes splitsville. I don't see that happening. I think this is actually going to strengthen the Judgment Day, and all Judgment Day members win. Straight up. And the telemarketer's calling you now. I think and you're absolutely right. That's exactly what's going on behind me. The phone says Spam Rex right behind me. Um, <laughs> but let's get to the match that I think should main event night one. It is the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. It is Usos taking on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. If this this whole storyline says to me, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens should win the tag team titles at the end of the day. That's what the whole storyline is leading to. That's what we're doing. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are the tag team champions. And this should be the main event of night one. Leading to the whole night two. Can Roman rate things for the for um for the bloodline and retain the title? I think that's a perfect storyline for night two. If the Usos lose at night one. So go ahead. LOL, bloodline wins. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dad? No, I say Sammy and Kevin take the belts. And from what I'm hearing and rumbling is that they want to basically go back to having a set of belts on SmackDown and a set of belts on Raw. They've been saying that for a while, though, so that's nothing new. Maybe they'll do that when they do the draft. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Um, honey, go ahead. You're muted. Well, the problem is, is the dogs and the phone and... Uh, anyway. Um, Sammy and Kyo, forever and always. Fair enough. <laughs> and we get to the main event of Night 2. The main event of WrestleMania. Undisputed. WWE. Universal. Championship. Roman Reigns. Defending against Cody Rhodes. Just pausing because I wasn't sure if Sal was going to say anything. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Um, I was waiting for the uh, soundboard. I, I was waiting for you because I wasn't sure if you were going to say anything. Um, I was, I was going to do it when I threw it to you. I haven't thrown it to you yet. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll go last on this one. <laughs> Honey, your thoughts on this main event. I just don't want Roman to have the belt anymore. I'm just over it at this point. Like, it's served its purpose. It's just, can we be done now? Thank you. Okay. Dad, go ahead. I see Cody defeating Roman and fulfilling his legacy. And then, down the road, what if Solo challenges him and he regains the belt? Now, does Solo become head of the table? I don't think that's a thing. So, when this when this show drops, 
I'm going to do the quick math here. We're already at 941 days as champion when this match happens to be 943 days as champion. This is insane. Um, Sal, I throw it to you. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Sal, I throw it to you. <laughs> Go ahead. There it is. You know, I've been looking for this stupid thing where she said that her contract expired in July, and I can't find it, so I give up. Um, okay, so hear me out. You are this close to a thousand days. Just get to the thousand days at this point. Because that is something that's probably never going to happen in our lifetime ever again. That being said, at the very beginning, it seemed like it was obvious that Cody was going to win. But something is telling me, LOL, Bloodline wins. Because, again, they are so close to a thousand days, it would be headliner if he wins and hits that thousand day mark, it's going to be all over the news, in my opinion. Um, Cody Rhodes will beat Roman Reigns, just not at WrestleMania. So I'm going to say, final answer, Roman Reigns retains again. And also, because there is that picture of this supposed custom Cody Rhodes World Championship title, that he was supposed to have when he wins, I think that's all fake because they want people to think that Roman's going to lose. Okay. All right, so I've gone back and forth with this match. I, I really have gone back and forth. You can ask Mandy. I really have gone back and forth with this. Um, I actually had Roman retaining until we went to the house show. And I saw what Cody is now. Because it's one thing to see him on TV. It's one thing to make fun of him. On TV, we, we all do. We all make fun of it. We make fun of the entrance. We make fun of where the top is. Mandy loves singing the song her way. Like it's fun. But then you watch it in person, and you realize mm. Cody is becoming bigger than we realize. And Cody is eh. almost. I'm just. You were in the building, Sal. I'm just trying to explain what, we, what the experience we went through in the building. And mm. I have a feeling if you don't have Cody win this match. You're not putting the belt on Cody. Like, period. I am a weird feeling. So I think Cody Rhodes is going to leave as WWE Universal Champion. I can't believe I'm saying this. Because normally I don't go against Roman. I usually don't go against Roman in title matches. I don't. But this time I am. Because I think this is it. I think this is going to be the end. And the bloodline is going to start deteriorating by SummerSlam. I, I have a feeling. It's kind of where I'm standing right now. I know you don't like Cody. But he is... Such a good guy. Like he's just Ugh. like he's just a, he's a decent guy, and he makes a lot of great points. Like if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have AEW. But at the same time, he wasn't getting the respect he deserved there. So at that point, like if you've done everything you can there, why not leave? Take your ball and leave. Like that's what we all do. If we don't like our job, we don't stay at it. We go to a different one. Like, he literally just did what all of us do. It just happened to be on a grander scale. And, like, watching him, like, watching him every week with, like, the kids, like, I love that. Like, he's just a genuinely good guy. He stayed forever signing autographs and taking pictures. He's literally what the company needs right now. Because Roman is part-time. Like, at the end of the day, like, the man does, like, how many times has he actually 
like defended his belt. Like, how many times has he done it? He doesn't even show up for every show. Like, we need someone who's not a part-time champion, despite how many days he's been champion. It's weird because that we had a WrestleMania hype without Roman involved in most of it. Like, how have we been the last month? How was he not on Raw? How was he not on Raw this week? Like, I don't understand how he would go home Raw and him not be there. Like, I have no idea. Am I the biggest Cody Rhodes fan there is? No. Do I think that he's what the company needs right now? Especially with all of the talk of the sales and of Vince and everything. Like, they need someone that they can kind of show off. And he's kind of like their Ken doll. It's like, hey, look at look at what I got. Whereas Roman, like, he doesn't even do the shows and stuff anymore. Like, he didn't do Kelly Clarkson. He didn't do the Today Show. He doesn't do any of that. He used to be Fallon. He didn't do Fallon this year. He did it last year. He didn't do it this just, year. And that's no offense to Roman because he has been champion for so long. And he's already done this all. And it's all old hat but at the end of the day like they need someone that they can show off and parade around and cody's ready and willing and the other thing i will say is it's been two and a half years it's crazy if, if you told me that when roman reigns won the title at the thunderdome that we still be talking about a roman reigns counter reign and, and going into wrestlemania 39 i would never believe you there's no way i would have believed you then there's no way <laughs> look about that like this started in the thunderdome like <laughs> wait you didn't say it correctly Sorry. thunderdome i don't have another soundboard over it. i i thought it a long time ago but um it's been a long time and yeah you're right sal hitting a thousand would have been amazing absolutely i think that would have been great but if it, the timing didn't line up right like if a thousand happened before wrestlemania I think you, you would even agree take the belt off Roman at WrestleMania if that didn't happen before WrestleMania. Am I right? Right. Right. So, right. so how many days did San Martino have it? Um, uh, it's like six years. <laughs> I think it's more comparison to, I think it's more right. comparison to like um, Hogan, the last time Hogan mm-hmm. run. It's All like right. the last Hogan run. So when Hogan held the belt for as long as he did, nobody was. everybody was like, oh my gosh, nobody is ever going to beat that. And someone did. Mm-hmm. I think that if we keep the belt on Roman, there's no room for the next Roman to hold the belt. And remember when Punk held the belt for as long as he did, and Roman passed that? When Brock Lesnar held the belt for as long as he did, so Roman passed it. Like, <laughs> it's happened already. <laughs> Will Cody be a long-term champion? Who knows? I don't see it happening. I actually don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. see him holding it long. But I also think that... Uh, I could see him winning at the pay-per-view and then losing it the next night. <laughs> I can I mean, see him getting the SummerSlam, at least. I think like, SummerSlam. If being serious, that's what these legacy stars are really good at, Charlotte. <clears throat> but... Um, You're not wrong. But at the end of the day, if we put the belt on Cody, then that gives chance for there to be someone else in the game. And like I was saying at the, for NXT, it's time for fresh blood. And when I say that, I mean everywhere. Like NXT needs to have some people move up to the main roster and then other people to move up on the show. And these main rosters are starting, it's the same old, same old. So like, let's shake it up a little bit. And if that means I get to, whoa, a few times before he loses the belt, let it be. By the way, so I just looked this up. The last, this is the longest title reign since Hulk Hogan, and his royal reign was a thousand four hundred and seventy-four days, and that was nineteen eighty. When he lost the belt, it was nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> That's the last time he had a title reign this long. That's insane. That's absolutely incredible. 
But no, and I will say one other thing about Roman. I'll give him all the credit in the world. We all despised him as a babyface four years ago. We all did. All of us did. And the head of the table character revitalized his fucking career. Like, it revitalized his career. And I give him all the credit in the world for that. So, I guess we'll all find out what happens. And I think we have gone really long. It's the longest show of the year. We always do it. It's always our longest show of the year. So, let's get out of here. Um, so, what's Wait, Rivers. Uh, Go ahead. I found the verses to Cody's theme song. We don't need to know the actual verses. That's the joke. <sighs> All oh, I need it. to know is that the they're, words they're in there, the, are there something, is a, something there is a Cody pause. They're in there. There is a pause that says something, something Cody Rhodes. Oh. Oh, right. okay. See, that's what I mean. I've had the words right the entire time. Everyone else has had them wrong. Well, there you go. Much like I did on, much like I did on, um, on, on the, on the, um, the, the live special. I'm going to play that out like at the award show. Sal, why don't you wrap us up? Go. <laughs> uh. Adrenaline and my soul, something, something, Cody Rhodes. Is that what it is? Something like that. Good. Uh, let's get out of here. Go. Adrenaline, my soul, everything. Uh, okay, you're pro, pro. We bring out of here. Sal, go. <laughs> uh, uh, for more information on our show, including where you can find us on social media or watch the show on YouTube, go to our fabulous website, thebladeofsoundshow.com. My eye is now twitching for some reason. Uh, don't forget to comment or leave a rating and review. And. We will read it on the show. What did Libby do? Jeez. Um, Dad, go ahead. What do you think? Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And uh, if you happen to have a local independent wrestling organization where you live, please patronize this organization because these are young men and women that are coming up in the world of sports entertainment professional wrestling. You'll be amazed on the moves they can do and how they can entertain you and the characters they have. And they're doing this to get up to that next echelon in the business and go for major organizations. So please go see these young men and women. And please be nicer to one another out there. No. No. We only have one world. Let's make it something to be special about. Well, people wouldn't suck Fuck so them much. Kids. <laughs> Fuck them, kids. Um. So, Just like fuck Logan Paul, but drink prime. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm gonna throw it to you to get um, some plugs in because I know you have a, you have a podcast and a book and plug it right. Go ahead. Yeah, so I have a book which you've heard probably to death. Although Blake sold one at the car dealership, so I mean there was that. So there are people that still what? Have a <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> no, not the best place he's ever what? sold the book though. I know. So goes to the funeral. Um. I know I am available at Orange Hat, Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, etc. and so forth, English and Spanish, if you would like to be multilingual, uh, and just started a podcast uh, based off of this lovely show, where I am playing Sal. <laughs> Everyone wants to be me. Exactly. However, uh, the with Mark is at the funeral the cemetery at 27th street so maybe we can do an exclusive interview with her for mother's day oh ho, 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 we went there so yeah then you need a mandy show available on all podcasting platforms <laughs> all right right next week 
We'll be back to look at WrestleMania weekend. The ups and downs of CLY. I have no idea why she's barking next to me right now. Um, the, Wait, where did Dad go? He just like bounced, or is he still here? I don't know. Here? The ups and downs of um, see how when I'll see how much I actually watch. Also, there'll be a C2E2 special episode next weekend. Also, I'm hearing sale rumors. We might be talking about WWE sale when we come back from WrestleMania. I don't know what she's barking about. She's right next to me. Let's get out of here. I'm Blake. No one's attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark, and you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark. Have a good day, everybody. She's got to go party. She's got to go party. See ya. Thank you so very much. Goodbye. And good night. Bye bye, bitch. <laughs>